Hey, Ryan. Hey, Michael. Uh, it's it's nice seeing you. Yeah, it's my, been a hot minute. Yeah, my ears have been ringing. Yeah, what why why have been ringing? I've been listening to some uh, some good old fashioned country saint music. <laughs> uh, you know, I've just been too busy having my ears rocked by Blink One Eighty Two. Yes, ma'am. We saw them last week. Hell yeah! And we talked about it. We did. We saw them at the quote unquote Portland show. Yeah, the quote unquote Portland show, servicing the greater Portland metro area in Ridgefield, Washington. Yeah, that was interesting. That was my first time in spending some time in Washington. Was it interesting to hear like a band do crowd work for the Portland area? Yeah. Because this is your first time not living in Phoenix and they're doing the same shit, but it's like, hello, Portland. <laughs> Can we say that? This is really Portland. Though. Yeah. They made a lot of jokes about how it's like vaguely the Portland. Uh, <laughs> how so many people are from Oregon? How many people are from Washington? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, so we, we promised the viewers, uh, the listeners, I swear to God, I can't stop saying the viewers. <laughs> uh, we, we maybe someday we'll, some, we'll do a visual uh, yeah, a, a YouTube video, live a stream video. or yeah, something. Yeah, just do one. That'd be fun. Um, or maybe it could be the new thing. We ended up doing just uh, myself. I did a solo field recording. Yeah, and um, that uh, you're gonna hear later. Uh, I hope you. I hope you liked it, Ryan. I I did that solo, so you don't know what I did, Rogue. Um, Damn, you probably talked about me, huh? Yeah, so actually, no, you came up. Uh, there is, uh, you really? are, you are, I referenced you. <laughs> it's, um, like, it's like, I haven't listened to it yet, people, but a little peek behind the curtain. But. Yeah, Ryan hasn't heard it yet, so you don't even know what's going to be. <laughs> this shit's going up. You don't know what you've endorsed. Um, so, uh, and then after that, we get into some pretty solid Tom stuff, I yeah, think. We'll see what's going on um, with Tom. And uh, go into some listener questions. Go yeah. into that mailbag. Yeah, some I think be some cool stuff maybe coming uh, down the pike from a certain email. Yeah, I, uh, I don't want to tease it too hard, but uh, I think the next episode is going to be a pretty fun one. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like so. I hope you guys like listening. Um, uh, if you do, you should like us on Facebook. We have a recent Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash one eighty two podcast. Or just look up. Take search off your pants if you're on Facebook. Just search "Take Off Your Pants" and podcast, and you'll find us. Uh, we post some fun stuff that you might not necessarily yeah. see from just listening to the we're, show. Yeah, we're mostly pictures. I'm, I'm trying to post more often, and get more better at this type of stuff. Yeah, I, um, I posted uh, some merch I got uh, that I thought was pretty fun, and Ryan posted a pretty sweet shot he took at the show. Yeah, some video. Look, yeah, we're trying to do more shit like that, and so. Uh, and yeah, it's awesome seeing people's comments and yeah. stuff. So I mean, we we kind of want that to be. Um, at least, you know, I, th- I think our vision for that is not necessarily that it's like fucking listen to our podcast, but just like if you're on Facebook and you like Blink, we want to have something fun and Blink related that you're yeah. seeing, you know, on your yeah, feed. Hopefully we keep and, that. Uh... And we, th- we, you know, if you want to see some fun Blink stuff on your feed and not any more election stuff, subscribe to our Facebook. And, you know, <laughs> I'm inst- surprised we didn't talk about the election one time on the whole episode. I'm trying really hard to not on this show because <laughs> I want this to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are going to uh, you know, watch the next election, make sure before you do <laughs> to take your pants off. Welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. And this this week, uh, we're going to talk about 
Blink-182, because we saw them <laughs> in the flesh. Who, who didn't talk about? Blink-182. Oh, yeah. That's the what this Mark, podcast is about. Uh, the Mark, I'm like having to think about it now. The Mark, Matt, and Travis show. Speaking of that, that's funny that you bring that up. <laughs> Could you see that Reddit post as well on Reddit? No. There was a post, someone was like, what if they do a second live video or a live album and they call it that? The Mark, oh, Matt, the and, Mark, Travis Matt and Travis show. show. And people were like, yeah, oh, that'd be kind of like... No, no, no. Why do that? Why try to? Why not do that? Yeah, but it's just kind of like it's kind of like another digging on Tom. I oh, feel like. yeah, it could be seen as a dig. But I said, you know how like this the title of um like the subtitle for that album was "The Anima Strikes Back." Yeah, they should call it "The Anima Awakens," and they only got two oh. uploads. Two. Oh my god! I don't think anybody saw it. I. I wanna. I'm gonna upload that as soon as this is over because that's amazing. <laughs> it was like d- days ago. No one's seeing that page anymore. Oh, well, the Enema Awakens. That's great. Yeah, I mean that'd be the way to go. Wasn't that our first episode, the Skiba Awakens? Yeah. So it wasn't that far of a stretch, <laughs> but it was kind of just like I'm like first I'm like oh the Return of the Enema, and I'm like no, what am I crazy? Return of the Enema. Yeah, I was like the Enema fucking the Phantom Enema. Yeah, <laughs> the Enema Wars. Uh, <laughs> um, Attack of the Enema. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. You brought that up. I had a good Reddit post though this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we you know we both did actually. Oh yeah, you um, did too. Although yours was bigger than mine, um, but <laughs> they're they're colorful. both stemming from the show. Yeah. Um. So why don't we? Well, just yeah, get into it. We went to we finally saw Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, live. they came. They came. The, to, the uh, tour is winding down. The tour is careful. You're like hitting the mic. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> excitement to talk about. Um, I'll stop moving my arms. Like so a crazy they person. they came to Ridgefield. Washington, um, which essentially is the Portland metro area, is what they were servicing. Yeah. With that. Um, I guess it's the biggest um, uh, venue. There's no like full on outdoor venue in Portland. It was pretty fucking big. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, and it seemed pretty full. I don't know if it was sold out or not, but it was at least close. Yeah. Um, it was the it was the biggest show I've been to in years. I mean, it was it was. Uh, it was weird. Like, just uh, it was not only the biggest show I've been to, but just, I haven't been to like that many things with just that <laughs> many other people at it. But uh, before you move on to that, though, what were the Reddit posts that you posted? Oh, so show? I uh, I got a beer koozie at the show. Uh, bored the death beer koozie. It was a bored death beer koozie it was five dollars, which I That's think a pretty good deal for for, for merch? a merch table at like a you know a major show like that. A beer koozie for five bucks. I'm sold. It was like Dumb. the yeah, it was like and a value looks, menu of a uh, yeah of the merch table. of the merch table. But it looks so legit. It looks so. Why aren't you like, using it? Uh, oh, good question. Uh, you know, it'll, I'll get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got. I said should have got two. I got the Surfer Blood one. You can. Yeah, but you should have just got two blink ones. I didn't think about that. I, I didn't like, want to have to bring my own, own koozie over here when I do a blink podcast. <laughs> you should ask me. I would have got you one. I, I didn't. No, you just could have had two here. You know, like I don't want to take it home. Right. Just you know, for your guest. <laughs> a separate. It's not enough that I have a separate beer koozie for my guest, but I need to have a separate blink one eighty two. So they match, you know. <laughs> Maybe you could find another Blink One Eight Two one that's not bored right. to death. One. I'll get another Blink One Eight Two one. I'll okay. bring it anytime I invite you to a party with me. We'll go both go with their Blink One Eighty Two koozies. It's a certain type of person that brings their own koozie to a place. <laughs> I don't it's know just, if I'm that type of person. It's a different kind of person who brings their own Blink One Eighty Two koozie. <laughs> True, but like, like the type what, of what person, kind of person brings their own kind koozie? of person that like you know, hey, you want a beer? And they crack it open. They go, don't worry, I got my own koozie. Like, <laughs> like they. Pop it out of the, their back pocket, and um, 
Oh, he's look. This is my commentary. Michael is going through his cupboards looking for his koozies. He has the Surfer Blood one, but has not found his Blink One Eighty Two one. Oh, he found it, and he gave me this, and I just caught it in my hand, like a. And the, the Surfer Blood one actually is pretty legit. Yeah, it's like a shark eating. We we're just talking about Jaws. Yeah. Uh, and oh, this, and uh, the proceeds of that Surfer Blood one went to the guy, the guitarist who got cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You know, it's going to a good cause. I used to know a girl that dated the singer Surfer Blood. Really? Yours is a lot tighter. Mine's a little looser. Like <laughs> I it's, know. Uh, this Blink is a pretty tight fit. That's perfect for mine. a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's that looks little, great. It, look, it looks really good. Yeah. You should have posted it with the beer in it. The happy it. face. Maybe for this on episode, Reddit. we'll do that. Yeah. Well, so anyway, I posted that, uh, that I bought it on Reddit and... Uh, that got some upvotes and people said it was cool. So that was my moment. And I never saw it up on the Reddit. So yeah, it might have been on the first It was ones. on the front page for a no, while. No, no, no. I mean like before you did posted it. Oh, yeah. Like then I saw no one else buying it. Uh, yeah, I know. I didn't either. I, I don't know. Maybe if just I was the first one to really appreciate it or <laughs> if it wasn't available. $5. <laughs> this uh, is a, sold. I, well, the thing is like not only was it just like a beer koozie that says Blink $5. Like I love the graphic on yeah, it. Yeah, I got the shirt. That I, I think it's really cool. And it, it, yeah, it, it's fun. I yeah, like the um, I ended up going with that shirt at the show, the board, the death. Uh, if the guy who designed or the woman who designed that shirt is out there listening or that koozie because the same design, we'd love to talk to you because that's I'd love yeah. to talk to you because that's uh, it's how the most their their stuff should be more uh, yeah more fucking metal and less uh fucking. <laughs> I don't even lame. know if metal's the right word, but just like. It's just interesting. Yeah, it looks like a metal, like, uh, I don't know, kind of Yeah, like but I don't necessarily want everything to be, like, fucking white different and black. Reapers with Blink. I don't know, but just white and black is yeah. how you're supposed to go, you know? Yeah. White punk, and black. punk rock. White and black is good. Uh, I posted, we, uh, I guess this is skipping ahead to the end, but the ending of the show where after they finished Damn It with the confetti falling, a little photo. They played Damn It? They did. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, and uh, I posted that on Reddit, the photo I took, and it got like the most upvotes I've had in a long, long time. Because it was a beautiful fucking photo. <laughs> uh, I, I was mean, snapping like, a lot. It's like so. incredibly, it's like comically <laughs> great. Like it looks, it looks like a, like a stock image in like a, like an, like a windows Vista <laughs> ad. <laughs> like <laughs> I was trying, I wish uh, the only thing that bums me out is that uh Mark is like putting his guitar down like to the side. You can't really see him because he kind of blends in with like his black clothes like yeah. in the back. And because it had been great to see like all three of them on the stage. So yeah, uh, the composition isn't hundred percent, but oh, yeah, uh, I'll not, take huh? it. You know, yeah. <laughs> is there anything like ever that you've done and just been like, that's a hundred percent? No, fine. <laughs> this podcast maybe. <laughs> no, not even quite. This podcast uh, is the best thing. <laughs> um. I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. <laughs> My email address is a good one. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is depressing. Uh, no, I, well, I, I, I'm not saying that what you make is shit. I just, no, I know, like, but you're like, like self deprecating. I know. Yeah. It's, my, it's funny. I think the picture's great. Okay. Thank you. I, <laughs> that helps me. I don't think anyone's <sighs> worried about the composition. Taking the, yeah. I just being facetious i didn't see any com- i didn't see any comments that were no everyone liked me. it thank you for and liking this it. is the internet yeah the internet like, remember this is yeah. the that's the environment you put that photo out yeah the internet <laughs> that, and they had that reaction so that's pretty good yeah i must do something right something taking pictures <laughs> with your iphone <laughs> stop 
<laughs> at least that's a lock. The iPhone takes great pictures, yeah, Michael. I mean, can I say? Yeah. The, iPhone. <laughs> the beautiful camera on the uh, iPhone is that a six S? Not even an S. Just a regular six. That's what I have. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think the six is still fine. I don't want to go seven right now. You don't need to. I'm not going to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the show. Um, yeah, we went to the show. What? Uh, so we got there a little bit. We didn't get there like late. We didn't miss any of Blink, but we missed some of the opening. We missed yeah. All American Rejects. All American Rejects and uh, Data Remember were playing the show. Yeah, we started with we like got in there when a Data Remember was like starting. Yeah, we like, just started. <laughs> we got in and uh, yeah, we were hearing parked in the itchy lot, parked in the itchy lot, <laughs> and heard uh, All American Rejects playing from the parking lot. And we heard that they're doing a cover of uh, Where's My Mind by Pixies, which I'm like, that's cool, Pixies, but... It's a cool song, but like, yeah. It would have been really cool if they didn't do that song by Pixies. Yeah. But no one would even know what it is. Yeah. If he did any other Pixies song, Mm -hmm. that means that they're not cool. No. (laughs) It's kind of like covering All the Small Things by (laughs) Blink-182. Kind of, yeah. No, no. That was, I mean, that would be interesting. It would be, I wish I wanted to get there early enough, but it was kind of a drive, and it was in traffic and stuff. I mostly wanted to see them just for the show to talk about. Right. Um, well, so what we did see was uh, Data Remember. Yes. What did we both kind of had no background with them? Not um, really. At all. Did, I, I, you, I think, think I knew think one song. Um, I uh, we first. <laughs> well, I'll go with first impressions first. When we got in there. And because we basically were like walking to our seats as like they went on stage. Right. And, uh, and because well, we like, we got the merch right away. Yeah. And then we got like some hot dogs. Yeah. And I was just like going off about how like this is the first show I've been to a while with assigned seating. And I was just so stoked that I just didn't have to worry. Like I just, I can just sit in this like line for a beer koozie and stand in this line <laughs> for a hot dog. And it doesn't matter because my seat's right there. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was a great feeling. It was pretty cool. Like we were kind of like, Walking to our state, and we're kind of blown away by how many people were there, like already. And everyone's standing up, and the lights are low, you know, because the show started. Yeah. And like, I'm just kind of like walking around, my eyes are wide because, like, the damn, um, like they had a really cool looking uh, stage production setup. Yeah. They had a, like, it was like set up, it was just a bunch of LCD, LCD or like LED or whatever screens. Yeah. Um, but they were set up like like old school Marshall stacks. Like if you watch like Guns N' Roses videos, yeah. they have the big like towers. Or like uh, like the the twins and Scott Pilgrim like kind of had yeah. that set up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was... I thought that was cool. It was hell. pretty cool. Cool setup. And, um, and we were kind of like, I think the first maybe song and a half or two songs we were kind of like yeah we can get into this like the music it's itself yeah music yeah. itself and how everyone was into it and yeah. it looked like they was having fun and then we were slowly just like getting oh more like God. like i took a picture of you where you're just like straight <laughs> like your just face is just so dead <laughs> that well that would have been very similar to i think most of the band members of a day to remember yeah well for me, like I, I don't really listen to them. I'm ever thinking. I think one song I recognize quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but they remind me of uh, a time of music that I thought was like done. Like uh, Story of the Year was a big band when I was in high school, mm-hmm. where they were kind of like a, like the pop version of Screamo, like the pop version of the yeah. Used. What was their uh, Story of the Year? Didn't they have like one song? They had like two really big, big songs. What was the? One the, of them the, was like Until the Day I, I Die. die. Yeah. my life for you and then they had a couple this the album actually did really well like and it had like two hits i think on it 
can't remember the second song, but yeah, uh, this. But but Dave, remember their whole thing is that they're they're the heavy. They had a shirt that said the heaviest pop punk band there is, or something like that. Okay. And their whole thing was, was they're basically pop punk. In and a then way, they go into like breakdown. with breakdowns. Is, okay. Like every song, it seemed like I could see. It. Yeah, um, that's in like a little bit of screaming kind of going on in it. Yeah, which isn't much different than you know story of the year and any of those other bands. Right. Really, this just happens, but. Uh, it was to the point where we're like, these songs are too long and they're just like the same song every yeah. time kind of thing. It was, it was very much like I, I felt like I was hearing the same song over and over again, but I will say like, I don't think it was, um, I've seen bands of that ilk much worse. Like it's not the worst thing in the world. And, um, they did, I don't mean to jump ahead too much, but they did have a bit that uh, that you kind of mentioned of like a motivational speaker <laughs> well, quality. I was like, like there's, I feel like there's a reason they're a warm up band. Yeah, like they even said it in the show. Like we were hired by Blink to warm you up. Now get the fuck up. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like, like, and that was like there were things they're throwing shit into the audience, and it's like fun and games. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, these are just they're. It's not about this music at all. Like what's happening on stage, yeah. and uh, the music was definitely like. Um, it didn't even seem like they were playing half the time, which they probably were, but it just sounded like yeah. The, you know what? I, 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 um, the singer had it was weird because he had more stage presence than like your average singer, you know. But he wasn't at all like as interesting to watch as like a Michael Jackson or like a uh, even a Britney Spears, you know, like someone who's just like fuck it, I'm a performer kind of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just but, there's, but he he was in this middle ground that I personally found really weird because he wasn't as authentic as just like the dude who's just stand there like you know yeah, yeah, yeah but he he was doing these moves but they weren't like that good <laughs> and he would just do the same he did the salute move like probably yeah, yeah, three yeah. times a song and it was just really like a salute dance move like he was kind of saluting the audience and like then he kind of yeah. it looked really weird uh, the the whole thing was just very like strange and it was it it felt um like I wasn't sure what they were trying to go go for yeah you know I, I guess I mean I could see like young kids liking that and, and stuff, they did that they lot, did like, there's they, a lot of love well we didn't get into that but I guess we will have to let's finish talking about these guys and we'll talk about the people at the show but it was like. Um, yeah, their whole thing is just like, throwing shit in the audience, and they had kind of like this cool video game thing at one point behind them. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that was my favorite part. Um, something that Blink did as well is they would have just for every song, it was like they had a different mm-hmm. whole theme going on in the background. Every you know different lights, everything was different for every song, and yeah, they did that well. And I think so did Blink. I don't know if yeah. the other bands did or not. I don't, I think with the I don't think so. I think it was just more like a backdrop kind of thing. Um, but it was, it was pretty impressive, like that whole setup, but it was just like, uh, for that type of music for bands I've seen in that sort of ilk of like the screamo pop punk kind of thing, those guys are just going crazy and they're just rocking out and that's what you have to do that type of music. And these guys just felt like they were sleeping up there. Yeah. I mean the singer, um, say what you will, you know, I mean. I'm just talking about myself. We, now. This is just from our first impressions of watching this band. We have nothing. We yeah. Have anything about. yeah, yeah. And um, usually, if you watch like a like the, the great thing about watching an opening band, sometimes you're surprised. You're like, oh yeah, that was cool. Like I've like, definitely been to shows where I'm I've not only been surprised by the opening band, but I ended up liking them more than yeah. the band I came there to see. Um, but yeah, and and I, I don't necessarily think this is like a horrible band or anything. It was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the drummer in particular like stood out to me as just like he just looked. Like he just didn't give a shit. 
Like he, he just was like, and you know, it just he's playing so like these, perfect. like, you know, just imagining you're hearing, yeah, these perfect break. Yeah. These like, there's no, there was no like a uh, punk rock about anything. No, going on. just this like machine, machine making like a breakdown. And then just imagine like a, f- a close up of a drummer playing, you know, this music that ostensibly is super intense and he's just kind of. St- Sitting like the eyes level, just kind of looking at a neutral face, just glancing over yeah, at the bassist, you know, like like just kind of twisting his wrists. He wasn't really like pounding the drums or anything. He wasn't even really leaned over, just kind of like. I don't, I have this feeling that they're not playing. I know, I, yeah, especially the, the guitar players didn't look like they were playing I, until he played acoustic or something it, like that. It didn't, but I feel like they are. Yeah. Uh, it, but I see what you mean. And I think that's a result of them. I think at some point they like tried to rehearse certain things, mm-hmm. and I feel no, like they did. They did like they did like motions at the same time and yeah, stuff like that. They, and that clearly shit. they tried to do it. And I think what happened is they tr- were like, "Hey, let's synchronize some stuff. Let's do like some choreographed things, but just not really a whole lot." So it ended up being this thing where it's neither impressively just fun and goofy and choreographed, nor is it authentic. Yeah, and it's just kind of like weirdly rehearsed, mm-hmm. you know. It was weird. It didn't feel um didn't feel natural at all. And I mean I mean I don't know. I don't know anything about that band. Maybe we were prejudging type yeah. of thing. And it was a pro- maybe it is a big I, show. I for definitely them. I feel like I went in there ready to like it. Me and too, I did yeah. decide like I don't want to say I hated it. It did put me in a good mood. I was like um I had a lot of fun just by proxy looking at people around me, me too, having yeah. fun. That was so cool. yeah, the people around us. So we went to the show. Uh, we I had, feel like we're sounding more negative than we probably were feeling. True. I mean, it was weird. I was. It yeah, was just right. weird. I think is the thing is it was like, yeah, it, there was a weird vibe about it. Mm-hmm. It's just especially, I guess, it's just the point of what these blink shows are at. Like it just, I think if um, I'm just I was maybe I was just wondering like what if like a like a real band played before them <laughs> like a Joyce, Joyce Manor, Manor or something yeah. like that like oh how much different God, it would be. be so fun and it wouldn't be like the um I don't think the crowd would be as crazy like as no. stoked no. but it would I think people would they'd go away with a lot more like fans you know if that makes sense like they yeah. would go with people like, Joyce Manor would like blow up like and yeah a, a data member is probably not gonna like. The average Blink fan, you and me, are probably not going to like. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't remember. You know? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm talking about just like the, how maybe the old days of like maybe a Blink show or like a, um, maybe like for instance, uh, we always bring up the same bands, but like going like a brand new show, yeah. And uh, Manchester Orchestra would open up for them, and then they became even bigger than brand new eventually. You know, yeah. um, just that kind of thing, like just yeah, like a, uh, just it's strange, it's a strange thing, um. But I think it's it has to do with this sort of um, corporate marketing, like who's going to go to this show and yeah. spend the most money and uh, type yeah. of thing, which is kind of sad. But I mean, I'm being negative, but yeah, it's just what I think why they're chosen. Yeah, no, you're probably right. But um, I, it could have been worse, though. I, th- I and I, I think that um, it's like picking like a Paramore or something to open up for you. Or something. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, it there could have been worse bands and. um yeah, I feel like uh, I didn't walk away. Like when, w- basically, at the end of the day, when it was over and Blink was ready again, I was like, kind of in a good mood, and I was like, yeah. okay, like I'm ready. People are excited, and that's fun. At the drive-in, uh, finishes up. Yeah, uh, at the drive-in would have been a cool band to see. The drive- I keep saying at the drive-in. Jesus Christ, man, that would be so great about the drive-in. A day, to, a day to remember. It's all these A D T R A T D. It's my yeah, my dyslexia that I don't have. Um, <laughs> 
Anyway, so Day to Remember plays. Uh, Blink's about to start. There's some good enthusiasm in the crowd, but what did you think about the crowd? Yeah, it was like we had like next to me was like looked like two twin brothers that could have been, you know, 19 or something like that or younger. There was like some young girls in front of us. There was some probably like, you know, 20 somethings behind us. Next to you was like an older guy. Yeah. Like, Next to me was a father son duo. Yeah. Okay. Like a dad who looked like he was probably in his late 40s, early 50s, and a son who was like probably like 17, 18. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was just so diverse in a way. Like just the age differences all over the place at this concert. Yeah. I mean, it was a really diverse crowd. And, you know, maybe jumping ahead a little bit, maybe we'll just go ahead and get into it. But one of the, my favorite things that I saw was the uh, dad standing next to me singing along with mm. I Miss You, mm. like really fucking into it. Um, yeah. He definitely was there for his kid and he wasn't really. He, not like he was like just sitting there like oh, mm-hmm. but he you could tell he just wasn't particularly into the show. Mm-hmm. But when I miss you came on, you could just tell there was this moment of like, all right, this is a good song, <laughs> and he was just like, don't waste your time. Like he was like he was belting it, and wow. he's you know just imagine like you know this dude in like a tucked in polo shirt, and <laughs> framed glasses, you know, balding and everything, and it's great. I like I like seeing that. Okay, this is a good song. <laughs> yeah, they, it was like you know you had everything. You had your bros, your hipsters, your fucking just everything kids the kids the parents taking the kids parents taking kids kids doing drugs just everything so (laughs) much drugs around us we're done that was the most uh i don't know if that's in a maybe it's just because weed's legal here now i that's anywhere do you think that's it i know i've i've been to shows i have not been to shows where i've had just like that many joints actively passed around my immediate vicinity. And you could have grabbed it if you wanted I to. I could have. It was like, I've never been in that situation. I didn't want to because I would have been freaking out. But Yeah, I don't want to grab I'm not at the point in my life where I'm grabbing a joint from a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, inter- it's an interesting sharing experience. Yeah. But no, I've been to shows like, even in like Arizona that that would happen like and stuff. So Yeah, I, I guess that was my first experience in that kind of debauchery. I don't know. Like It's a... Uh, yeah, especially especially festivals. It's not as much. I feel I feel like things at this type of thing. Since it was a, uh, it's near Portland. It's more like well, people are more likely to do it just in, in in their fucking seats. But it's in Washington too. It was. It's yeah. also legal. It is legal in Washington. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. It's in Washington. But it was just like uh, <laughs> I'm like learn something. It's new. 2016, Ryan. It's legal in a lot of places. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like it was just. Uh, um, uh, what do they call it? It's just, yeah, people, I think if it was in the crowd, we more likely to see it and not in the seats because yeah, it's that, obvious. Maybe that's where it was weird. It's like it's in the seats and it was so blatant. I've never heard like, it. I bet there was a lot of weed up in the, the grass part, grassy knoll, uh, I bet too. Grassy knoll. So, uh, <laughs> but it's just, uh, maybe it's just, it's reached a little bit in like a little bit farther, but I've seen it anywhere really. Most of the time it's in like a pit where people are like, like smoking. like Yeah. I feel like almost every show I go to, um, I smell it, but, um, it's just, I don't know. I guess that was the first time I remember like smelling and seeing it like inside of like sun, like inside stadiums, like inside, like a, like a, they used to be America West Arena, whatever it's called now, <laughs> the the Sun Stadium, like at a, like a Lincoln Park concert or something like that, like a Lincoln Park show. <laughs> That's the only show, one I could think of. That show, You're like I become I probably didn't so know. numb. It was like fucking uh, what was that? Seventh or eighth grade? Wow. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, but yeah. So uh, why don't we? Uh, you know, besides the crowd, uh, there were some other people there, notably three people. 
Uh, Travis Barker. Oh, yeah. Mark okay. Hoppus. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Thomas Skiba. Skiba. They uh, were there. So they opened with feeling this as expected. Yes. Um, what'd you think? What are what are your what are your first impressions? It was, it was good. Like it was um the whole show was pretty damn great. Like uh some of my favorite standout things was um Kings of the Weekend for me was one of the bigger ones. I want to get in that in the show. Um because that was a big I know you said that was a big standout thing for you. Yeah. It wasn't for me, but I had another one um that was for me, and I want to know why you thought. Kings of the Weekend was a standout for you. Because you said this was kind of the, the song where, not that you were not digging it, but that's where it went from like good to great. Kinda. Well, yeah, like it was, well, like we talked about on the show before with like backing tracks and things like that, yeah. where just um, like things just don't really sound that great. Like I, I live. Yeah, live. Like I didn't think Down sounded relatively great live oh, in this show. Huh. Um, I think this is the best I've ever heard Down live. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Like it's this weird, it, Something off to me, and um, I had this feeling that since we were kind of a little bit skewed to the right of the stage or stage, um, would it be stage right? Yeah, stage, stage right. right. Yeah. We were closer to Skiba. Yeah, so um, maybe we were getting more just out of that one PA, and I feel like if we were more centered, we would hear a little bit better. But it just sounded funky. Same thing with like I miss you a little bit. Hmm. Um, stuff like and bored the death. Like the backing tracks blended well. Like it didn't really sound yeah. bad. Um, but uh, for some reason, Kings of the Weekend. Like it was just all guitars. It sounded like like Skiba even did the little solo. And and I I don't know if they had any backing tracks, but if they were, um, that was, was that was a cool moment because they were mixed really low. Because you definitely had the, um, what I was hearing was just that lead a bass and drum, which is always a cool thing to hear when there's no, yeah, I, I come, I'm kind of a sucker for no rhythm guitar being there. Yeah. And like, just having a lead. It's like a, that's like a, um, a joy division thing. Mm-hmm. They're really big on just like a lead bass and just like no rhythm guitar. Yeah. Like it was like songs like that. Like it really translated really, really well. And it's how we were talking about with backing stuff is just like, don't have the backing tracks unless it's like, I guess, I don't know if you need to have it for some reason, but the thing is, is just make the song break it down to not have it at all. And just, you know, do yeah. it like slim down, make it like simpler. And that's for some reason that Kings of the weekend worked out that way, like really mm-hmm. well. Um, I was thinking about, uh, in our last episode, we interviewed, um, our friends, Hallie and Cody that saw the show in Denver and say, and Cody's a big technical guy. And he was saying the new songs just sound like totally different mixes and stuff. Yeah. But I think he's referring to like stuff like damn it and da- not damn it uh, down. And I miss you and stuff like that. I feel like, hmm. I don't know. Maybe at the double I, check. I, but. I don't think he would be referring to those as new. Cause I, I, yeah, I know. But like maybe when he says like new songs, well, like, here, here's what I think it is, is um, we've seen videos, you know, of them live and I've uh, been kind of in agreement, even though I'm not necessarily philosophically as uh, passionate about it as you are. Mm-hmm. I've kind of agreed that like the, the backing tracks have been too much on the live videos. Um, but seeing it, I didn't feel that way. And I'm wondering if maybe, they're mixing it just such that like, yeah, those backing tracks are totally present. But if you're like kind of there and close up and like what's being really broadcast, it's really downplaying them. And I know they were sitting in the lawn. So maybe no, they were, they were up, they were up close. Oh, they were, they were in the pit. Oh yeah. I, fr- I, I thought they were in the lawn. No, well, no, that no. goes my theory. My theory was just going to be that they were kind of hearing everything in more of a washed Mm-mm. out mix and they no. could hear the backing was up there in the pit. That's the contrary. Yeah. Entire- All right. Well then, 
I don't know. I, did you notice back? Because I, I really didn't actually. Other than the the typical things of like you know you hear the piano and I miss you, but that's like no no any no Maybe different than when, sound, when I saw him with no guitar doubt. tone or something. Just something is just off on some of those songs. But mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, like after I feel like uh, Kings of the Weekend, whatever they're. I can't remember exactly what songs were next, but everything was just so solid the rest of the show it, to me, where like huh. they all seemed like they That's were on like point again. And foreshadowing a bit, but uh, my interview with Lisa, she didn't say Kings of the Weekend, but she said um, she wasn't sure if there was like a sound issue or something, but there was a certain point where she said it started just sounding way better yeah. after it. And I, I kind of agree. I think there might have been some sound issues when it first started. I think maybe it's it's the adjustment between, and um, I mean, it has to be just the idea. They do sound checks before the show, but for some reason, just like the difference in sound compared to Day to Remember to Blink is like drastically yeah. different. That there's maybe there's a lot of adjustments. A lot of yeah, just and, like uh, turning trebles down or something. And it's just and it's hard. And maybe it's harder to like. Um, figure it out when you know they do sound checks when no one's there or like yeah. just like a handful of people kind of and maybe hear it. with like the, the people there and the crowd like it that the changes the whole yeah changes the whole dynamic uh then maybe it takes half the show to fucking get it back on track yeah um but uh, i don't know for some reason it just came together and maybe I, it was just like maybe i just got stricken with like <laughs> something that just kept me like yeah like it just sounded great yeah. to me <laughs> and um where the rest of the show was just really solid and uh, and just like a few songs before that like were just like you know okay because I feel like for a while um, it was just like uh, like I don't know what it was maybe it's just like the bass sounded weird like kind of rattly I don't know something weird but mm-hmm. uh, eventually it started sounding great so. yeah and Kings of the Weekend was it I just remember that one I mean maybe it was before that but that, I just remember thinking like that That's was when it. that was one of my favorite songs they played live that, sh- that show just because I never heard it before in, in person yeah and it came it, all the new songs I loved hearing yeah other than yeah I think so they all came my moment was uh, Cynical I mean and it was the, that was great too it was uh, for the same reason you had with Kings of the Weekend uh, that's kind of what I was thinking with Cynical because I was like uh, that song is already so stripped down I mean Talk about backing tracks. Like, what backing tracks do you even put in that, you know? Yeah. And there, I didn't notice any. And it was the first one that just sounded like, fuck, this is just like a punk. Like, this is what I imagined. Like, just watching it live and, like, how it sounded live, especially the guitar tone Matt Skiba had, the, how it started with just Mark alone on the bass. I was just like, this is what I imagined. Best case scenario is Alkaline Trio with <laughs> Blink is, like, this right now happening in front of me. This, like, weird, yeah. like, dark punk just, like, fucking minute and a half long song that's fast as yeah, fuck like, that's probably one of them too because they had such a cool the design of the backdrop was so cool too yeah that. so for cynical what was the it was when like the um stage exploded and then like the car from the cover um yeah. comes flying yeah that's so cool yeah i almost want to get like that girl with the little ears as a tattoo or something like that i don't know of all the Blink album art, like that's the one that you were, because I, I know you said before you want a Blink tattoo, but you've never, you've been like, yeah, but none of them are like, there's nothing. Well, everyone has a smiley face. The girl with the tattoo. You know what the the girl with the uh, the wings, you know what those wings remind me of? Um, Like, I don't know, Aries or something? Mario 64. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's like all I, I don't know if that's like intentional or not, but I can't. That's all I think about when I see that. I don't know, for some reason. I that just would be, that. that would make that a cool tattoo, because if you think of it in that way, it's kind of like, a blink and subtly a Mario tattoo. I don't know. For some reason, I mean, I, it's not like, it's weird to think like, oh, that Cal, like that Cal, it would be the one, but like, I don't know. For some reason, that one's just like, 
calling me for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, but the thing is, this is this is happening to you with any tattoo I come up with that like I think about it for like a like a month or a few weeks, and then like a month yeah. later I'm like, no, that was a bad idea. Yeah. So it's like that. Then it would have been a good tattoo. Yeah. Well, but there again, going back to an earlier conversation, I don't think there's anything that you've unequivocally just like decided is perfect. Like, or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. But it, INFPs, you know, struggles real. Yeah. Um, the key is that there's flaws in everything. <laughs> you just gotta like abandon the hope that there's gonna be the perfect, the perfect thing. thing. Yeah, they're right. all. Everything is gonna be kind of dumb. <laughs> but it was a great. That was cool. Um, know what it was? One of the things that was disappointing me, and I remember you saying you liked it, but I didn't like it. It was like, <laughs> it was uh, stay together for the kids, and um, the started. Uh, uh, it would have been the Tom guitar part, but uh, not yeah, the yeah. Skiba guitar part. Um, and it had In the bridge. The, yeah, it's it just throughout the whole thing during the choruses, basically the. And this is kind of like the thing I feel like I had the first half of the show. Was um, it sounds cool? Like I had, he basically had this like distortion yeah. with this um fucking uh what is it called um, it's not reverb, it's uh echo. It was an it's echo, Fa- like not kind of a fa- phaser, chorus, kind of maybe? chorus sort of thing going on. That's it bas- that's kind of what he's doing right <laughs> there. Listing off guitar. He pedals. basically had like two. He had like a distortion and a chorus going on at the same time, mm-hmm. giving kind of like that, like a almost a distorted uh, cure kind of thing. Yeah. But um, and to me, it sound it's like a cool tone, but you can't hear like the distinctive hits. The plucks. You and, want to hear the plucks in that song, and uh, and I feel like there's a lot of songs that had that vibe, and maybe well, that, it's just that, the sound. No, the, that, the that I mean, there's that song is um, uh, I think really similar to the "Bored to Death" chorus, where the guitar, the the strums, the guitar are matching with the bass drums. So you want to hear, you know, that they go together well, mm-hmm. and you so you want to hear that guitar strum. The individual ones are like da 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 da. That's yeah, the same. Yeah. The bass is like da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you want to hear those together. Maybe it's just the bass is is drowning it out, so it just more like just. <laughs> so when <laughs> we were watching it, that yeah, that's how it sounded to you. Is just like. <laughs> Here's your holiday. <laughs> well, you- yeah, <laughs> and so like. Yeah, and so that's maybe instead of like, ju, 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 ju. and that's yeah. what's the coolest thing to me. Yeah. And that's so so the he, the the head banging head banging moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for some I reason, I think that's a product of the um, maybe it was a product of Skiba's uh, guitar tone, but I feel like that might just be a more uh, product of the outdoor venue. The it, large, I think venue. so too. The sound just kind yeah. of bleeding all together. That's what I agree. I don't think them had anything to do with it. It just like something. It it's, it sounds bleeded together, and for some reason, stuff like Cynical and Kings of the Weekend, um, which are new songs, yeah. come like they're not trying something new, and they're kind of just trying to make them like how they are on the album, and yeah. they just ha- sounded solid. I, I mean, I think live. it's no surprise that the new songs were so good because those are the songs that you know this band wrote. Dude, know? true, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> um, so I yeah, I think they did a really good job with all the new songs. Um, what do you think of the set list in general? Was there anything that you were really stoked to see or was there um, anything that you were really bummed? It was cool. It was cool. Like remember before we were saying that your friend Lisa wanted to hear Dumpweed and Dysentery Gary and they played, they played both. Played both, yeah. Um, it would be cool to see because I've all, I've been loving uh, Skiba playing always. So yeah. we missed, that was That, on that was set. my bummer. That was mine. Um, yeah. And then uh, a couple days later, they played Phoenix and I know like 800 people that went to that show. Yeah. 
and they played uh, Man Overboard at that show. What? And that was like the only set show oh, they played in. Oh, man. That would have been so cool. That's one of my favorite Blink songs. Yeah, John, who's Top on the pod- Easy. podcast a few uh, episodes ago. Oh, yeah, John, the one who apparently wants to kill himself and is like a drug oh, addict. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Neither of those things, but, but he like <laughs> filmed it, and uh, I was, and it was funny because I, you know, he posted on Facebook. I was like, "Fuck, they played Man Overboard," and he's like, "Oh man, they played a song that they haven't played in like a long time." And I was like, "Oh, what song was it?" And I, I kind of knew in the back of my head, but I was just, I kind of was just like, "Does John gonna know what song <laughs> Does it John is?" Know what song it is? Does he appreciate he, the fact that they played Man Overboard? <laughs> Did he deserve to see it? And he said, "Another girl, another planet." I'm like, they didn't play that song. <laughs> another girl, I'm like, planet. like they played the cover for, of the the Meet the Barkers. Uh, <laughs> <thing>. And he's <laughs> like, "No, I don't think no." And he's like, "This one." And I'm like, "Oh man, Overboard." And uh, yeah, it was cool. So that that was, and I uh, guess there's Mark said that they're they're gonna play that, and they didn't play it anywhere else. So mm. so that uh, those are two songs probably always in that because they're probably yeah. Well, top what were two songs you were songs. stoked to hear? Um, that you weren't maybe you weren't expecting that or did, you they weren't did play? sure about. Yeah. Um, for me it was dysentery Gary. That was that cool. was one, and um, I'd say the other one was actually Carousel. I wasn't really expecting them to play. Yeah, Carousel. that was cool, and, and I, yeah, they we, did it better than I was expecting. Too. Yeah, that was that was actually really Ski, good. I, I've seen videos of Skiba doing Carousel before, and I thought like the videos were put up as like Jesus Skiba is not doing well in Carousel, and I saw him, um, and I didn't think they were good. And I saw him like comment on an Instagram video where he was like, someone was just like, dude, learn fucking carousel. And yeah, he was like, solo to carousel. Yeah. And he's he like, was working on it. Yeah. Something. He was like, I, I was like, totally hear you, man, working on it. <laughs> and uh, I got to say, like, he, maybe that's why they're playing it. Is they're like, no, Mark, I got this. But I feel like he nailed it. I yeah. thought it was great. I, it I, they started playing it and I had this like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, there, I was like, "Oh no, he got he got it now. He learned it. That was cool. <laughs> it was really good. I thought." So they played "Reckless Abandon." Were you stoked to hear that? That was good. Yeah, it was cool. I wasn't like uh, I was for a, some I, reason. I wasn't... feel like that's a song you've told me before. You were like tired of them playing. No, I think it was you that said that. Oh yeah, I feel that way too. But I thought, okay, I don't think. No, I like "Reckless Abandon" okay. a lot. Um, not now was pretty. It's not like Kings now. of the Weekend I was thought, toward the end of the set, and I'm like, oh, that was when it really turned it up. I, I, but, I'm surprised we haven't. I don't mean to derail you, but um, I can't believe I forgot to mention "Not Now." I I like that song a lot. Um, I know a lot of people are like, that's a, the best song in the Untitled or that era, and I don't think that way at all. But I think that the way they played it now, I think that was the best song they did. The um, besides, Cynical. I think so. Uh, Cynical was like the turning point, and then "Not Now" is like just. Damn. I would say probably violence. Um, oh, violence! I always is loved really viol- good. I was right after that. It's San Diego too. Forgot about that. Yeah, San Diego was great. That was good. cool. There was just something about the way Skiba sang "Not Now" that I thought um, that song has a lot of gravitas to it, and with like just the way it sounds musically, the lyrics, and I don't think Tom has a lot of gravitas, which is you know part of why Angels Now Raves just his voice just doesn't have a lot of gravitas behind it, and Skiba's does. I feel like it has so much like matureness and seriousness behind that voice and it just suits the song really well um so i don't know like that song kind of came uh came alive for me for kind of the first time in a while and what a weird thing that the set like the initial set before the encore they closed with los angeles that was a weird song to close with as the apologist for that song yeah um, right it's not a single it yeah i'm just like surprised i'm looking at it now and i'm like oh yeah that did happen i forgot about that yeah what a weird thing. Maybe just because they all live in Los Angeles and they maybe they feel really like attached to that song. 
Yeah, maybe they just like it. I mean, I mean, you like it, and, and I actually, I did like it at. Uh, yeah, what'd you think show. of it? What'd you think? No, of it? I did. I did think it translated pretty well. So, what did you? Cool. What did you like about it that you don't? You know, what was different? Um, hit? it's just a song that like, it's in a live setting. It has this more of like this chant kind of thing going on, and it's more of like a. Uh, it's like a vent, and especially with like the cool background of like they had going on with like the city and stuff. Yeah, um, the just, animation was sick. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, um, but I think what it is is like, uh, and like listening to it in the car, it just isn't cool. I don't know. It just doesn't. <laughs> it just isn't a cool song. It like for some reason, but live it came comes together huh. in a weird way. Do you think it's it harkens because it has that kind of like chanting? quality to it it feels more like a you're in a sports stadium just kind of like yeah. chanting like we will rock you kind of thing kind of yeah like it's weird listening so to we will rock you alone yeah like you don't listen to we will rock you like in the car driving no you work. listen to it like when you're like at a yeah you gotta be drunk at least you know? yeah i think that's just the, the vibe it comes across like yeah it's weird listening to <laughs> 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 yeah like yeah, it, that's basically that. what it is that's fair it? um but no it was it's cool a cheesy life. song as someone who likes it it's a cheesy song and yeah you're talking about the animation like the dysentery gary animation was like the coolest thing <laughs> oh right my god that. it was so good the slayer uh shirt yeah, that they, was my favorite i was like, like a, there was like as a, soon as the animation started i was like are they gonna show the slayer shirt <laughs> like are they gonna slow are they gonna show the dude in the slayer shirt with tight pants and yeah they, they had like a kurt cobain in there with like the daniel johnston um yeah they shirt. had a fucking yeah add that to things there's probably other I kinds never of things expected too. to see in my life is like a daniel johnston reference in a blink winning two <laughs> show like that's and no one cool. even knows what the hell like we're talking about or we did is, I mean, yeah, we got it maybe we're thinking too little people people have the internet now i bet everyone, all his kids are like oh yeah daniel johnson yeah i'm familiar with his discography uh so the documentary blah, 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 you know. yeah i guess we're pretty old, old. <laughs> <laughs> but no uh, it was uh it was cool um oh yeah one thing that we wanted to say and people might not even realize but um, John Feldman was there and came and sang Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not solo, but he, he gave some backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. He got on the mic during that and danced around. Yeah, we were like, what? <laughs> I'm like, is that Feldman? It is Feldman. Yeah. Because we're, we're also not only do we know who he is, but we like him, which I feel like a lot of people know who he is don't like him <laughs> and don't, don't think he did a good job with yeah, California. People just like, who fucks that I man? still feel like he did a great job with California. What is this, uh, Steve Martin doing up there? Goldfinger. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve Martin. Just think of Tan Steve silver Martin. hair. I don't know. Just yeah. like, silver head fox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So that was the show. I mean, I don't know. Is there anything else you feel like we should? It was cool. I mean, I just hope that it uh, next time I come around isn't like years later. Um, we just, I hope we talked about this a little bit afterwards, is or even like me before the show or after that. Um, Blink, if they would have kept going on that huge stride that they were in two thousand three, two thousand four, they'd be like doing such great like their shows would have been so amazing but they've kind of like had start and stops start yeah. and stops where like there's some really cool aspects going on here like the stage presentation's great yeah um they're both all sounding good uh well i mean maybe some good english <laughs> english um and uh yeah and it just it'd be interesting to see what they go through from here and hope and it make take the next step and um maybe get some other people to play some instruments on stage with them or drop the backing track. Drop it, or just make. That's it. That's what I want. I, yeah. I don't want. I more than 
anything else i don't want other people on stage i just i just want them to yeah or just, just like drop maybe after another songs. album they'll play just a huge set of stuff oh yeah they didn't play one neighborhood song we didn't say that oh yeah did did you want them to i mean how do you um, feel about that i was necessarily. glad personally. the only thing i could be cool to hear i think it'd be cool to hear skiba do um after midnight i wouldn't have minded to hear after midnight but uh i totally fine without them playing it too <laughs> well cool yeah well uh so anything any last words from you uh i'll just say i think that it was a really good time and i think uh for me the thing that you know now that we've had a little bit of time to think about it the thing that kind of stood out to me and that i took away as like what was special about it was seeing uh all the different people there oh yeah and like seeing kids like fucking stoked to see blink is pretty great um like 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 there was a girl in front of us who was probably like 11 or 12, maybe 13. And she had a um, Blink-22 sweater on and was just like, you know, she was there for Blink, really stoked with her dad. And uh, it's cool to see that, um, I don't know, maybe it's just like I wasn't crazy. You know, there is something about Blink that like resonates with that age. But um, it's cool. It's cool that that's like still going on and people are still liking it. Yeah, it's great. Like it was definitely a crazy, the crowd that they taught, they said this in interviews before that like it's crazy to look out there and see just like all ages and yeah. stuff. And that's cool that the, it is, it's cool to see that in person. Yeah. And, um, it's nuts to, that that band is, uh, yeah, that's the band. That's the band. That's, that's the it. band that did it. <laughs> um, well, speaking of the people they influenced, we did, uh, did a field interview. Um, yeah, we were going to do, we promised that we were going to do something else. We like, promised we were going to interview some people at the show, and um, we just didn't. Uh, <laughs> well, it was like, we realized that the it was sound loud, wasn't going to work. First of all, yeah, it was just like way too loud. Um, and we were... I think that was the big thing, is it was just like too loud. We, yeah. like, the, we, we got there a little later than we thought, and... Yeah, and just, there, there were some people who had talked with us about that they'd like want to do one, but it, it it just there wasn't any way to like get it recorded. Yeah. Um, it would have been just not really listen like too listenable but what i did is i uh i went rogue and i conducted a solo interview with uh my friend lisa who was at the show uh independently of us and um uh so i met up with her a couple days afterwards and talked to her about it she's uh lisa is someone who's our age she's in her late 20s a little younger than than us i think um but uh just mega blink fan Mm-hmm. And um, this was her first Blink show, wow. um, which I know a bunch of you people are probably right now being like, well, who the fuck friend? cares what she thinks? <laughs> yeah, what kind of friend is she? Um, she's a massive Blink fan. And uh, one of the things we get into in the interview was why that was her first Blink show if she has been into Blink for so long. Mm-hmm. And there's a pretty interesting reason. So um, it's a pretty good interview. Uh, so it's, it's I'm our first. to hear it. Yeah, it's, uh, I did this myself. I, I flew solo. So um I hope uh, I hope Ryan, you're all right with the end product. I know you're you have you're signing off on this and you haven't heard it yet, but um, maybe I'll have to do it uh, with someone else, you know, yeah. just to yeah <laughs> balance the scales, uh, just to show you. Just for the listeners, like uh, a quick warning: um, it was recorded um, in the field, so there is a bit of. Uh, it's mostly just in the beginning. You hear a lot of traffic because um, we were outside and you just basically hear the noise of Portland. Um, but that goes away. You can see what it's like to be in Portland. <laughs> pretty quickly, that 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 goes away. Um, and it's it's pretty, uh, the audio quality after the first minute or so, is pr- it's pretty fine. Um, I, I think it should be okay. Cool. So And just use a um, background noise uh, reducer. 
and fix that. Oh, I did in the editing. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it was a lot worse <laughs> when I started. I did. Uh, a, cool. Yeah, I'm not an amateur. The, I mean, I literally am an amateur by definition. That's what I am. But you know, I try hard. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, if you needed to, I, I can do it too. But you right. know, yeah, well, you're the editor. So yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it. I have a last name. I'm not going to say what it is, maybe. Lisa, Lisa Doe. Lisa Doe. Yeah, I, so I remember when Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out, like, needing it, needing to own it, and needing it in my life, and... Was there a song on that? No. I can't, <laughs> like, I can't remember that. Yeah. I can't remember a specific song that they got were just me to a be presence. like, I need this, but it was like... No, Blink-182 released an album and I need it. So, I remember, like, burning a copy of it at a slumber party. And I remember whose party it was. And I remember whose disc it was. Because I also had very strict parents. Very strict parents who would not let me own anything with a parental advisory on it. Right. So I wasn't allowed to buy it with a parental advisory. You know... Asked myself this a lot as a 26-year-old woman. Like, why do I like these songs about dicks and farts? Um, <laughs> for the most part. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of their stuff is about friend zoning, which was, like, a thing that I believed in at the time when I started listening to it. Um, which is amazing because I don't. it's not anything that I believe in now. I don't right. really believe the friend zone is a thing, and I don't... I don't think that they ever like, got too much into not... the trap of, like, the bright eyes type friend zone, though, no, of, like... but, like... There was a lot of... For me, it was kind of more just, like, I'm a loser, and we're yeah. friends, and this sucks. But it's... There was an acknowledgement in Blink that I think is kind of unique, where they're, like... They're always acknowledging, like, yeah, it's because we suck. Right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. No, that's totally fair. I think... I got super into Enema, at, like, and I wasn't... Enema, the state of the album I Blink-182. Yes, so, that's the Out of one. context. That is the one. I got super into <laughs> actual Enemas. <laughs> Just kidding, I did not. Um, enema of the state... What did you say your last name was? Doe? Doe. Enema of the State is my favorite album. My favorite songs are Dump Weed and Dysentery Gary, and, like, if you mm. look back and listen to those... I think it's See, those probably are... speaks volumes of how I felt as that weird outcast girl in yeah. my tiny town's high school um, well, and middle school. Something I think is like so unique about those songs, in particular, Offenema, is it has that Tom voice. It's like so unique. Oh, yeah. So how did it feel at the show? Um, you know, kind of, you know, tr- so, transitioning. How, how did it feel? Because they played both Dumpweed and Dysentery Gary. I lost my shit both times. Yeah, how was it hearing um, Skiba do it? What'd you think? Oh, I don't want to say love. I really, really, really like Alkaline Trio. I don't want to say love because I'm not that well-versed in their later albums. But uh, They were definitely something that was on your radar. Yeah, I enjoy heavily some good Alkaline Trio. And Matt Skiba's vocals, I think, are awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think he's just got a great voice. I think he's incredible, just super incredible. However, there were definitely times on stage where if you just watched him for long enough, he looked a bit like a frog, and he looked (laughs) like he was just yelling at a microphone. I don't know if you caught the, like, the up, like, sideways D face that he made, the, like, 
Because mm. he did that a lot, and it was terrible. Like, I'm wide familiar eyes, with the face. Like, weird face. Right. And it just, it, you know, it just was the extra oomph that I needed. I honestly could not be happier. Uh, there's, like, there's nobody else I could imagine Tom being replaced with. And, like, bless Tom for doing his thing. Why do you think it's still Blink with, with that, it, without, you know, half of the songwriting or, you know, a third of the songwriting, however you want to look at it? Because Why is it still Blink with Skiba? I feel like Matt Skiba is interested in carrying on the legacy of what they, what Blink-182 is and was, and I feel like coming from a band that again I like Alkaline Trio a lot they're not as big as Blink-182 no. I don't I don't believe that they are and no. I don't believe they've ever had the same following California isn't a huge departure from what we've like previously heard from Blink-182 yeah uh, I will fully admit to the fact that I've never heard Neighborhoods you've never heard it? I've never heard it interesting I listened to the, the like first single off of it yeah and I was not pulled in in the slightest. So, yeah, because that's interesting because so I know I, you like them so yeah, much. I know I you listen entire, to California a lot. Yeah. I'm, I skipped an entire album. That's interesting. So what made you... it doesn't exist. I guess what's interesting is, like, them getting back with Tom was less exciting to you than, like, them getting with Yeah, because it was really phoned in. So it, it was that obvious really to you. Yeah. I think it was. I mean, it was kind of clear yeah. in retrospect that it... Lit- <laughs> I think it literally was phoned in on Tom's yeah. part. Yeah, well, and, like... Most reunions, in my experience, always seem to be really phoned in. So, Blink-182 reuniting with Tom isn't nearly as exciting as, like, Blink-182 trying to move on with Matt Skiba. So you think, like, when when Blink... And I think I might agree with you that, like, when Blink got back together with Tom, there was a little bit of a sense of, like, this is... They're just trying to make money again. Yeah. But with Skiba, just given the circumstances, it's more about, like... It's, we just wanted to make this album. Yeah, they just wanted, wanted to, to do more. Yeah. They just weren't done being like 182 yet. Yeah. And they just needed another another body on that stage. Yeah. And, they and picked, I'm like... They picked yeah. a good person for it. Like, yeah. I don't really know what happened, whether, like... I don't know who approached who in this scenario. And that's the thing that I'm very curious about. I had Travis called... Skiba, and they met in his uh, in Travis's vegan restaurant in LA. Oh my god, my loins are stirring over this. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love that. Isn't that a great like? That's uh... beautiful. He was yeah. chosen for this role, <laughs> and he was delighted by the opportunity. Yeah, and has shown nothing but excitement about it. Yeah, yeah, he has. He has like, really embraced it. I know. I know this was brought up in the last episode about. Uh, <laughs> getting bored with watching uh, Travis's goddamn Instagram things. Oh, yeah, him playing with... Because he, oh he posts all God, the time of just, just him playing drums. Post after post. Drums like, in Salt Lake, drums Instagram, in Chicago. Just, like, drums everywhere. Um, <laughs> it seems really like, like a commentary on life on tour and, like, <laughs> the redundancy of all of it and how boring and dull it can be. Yeah. You don't get any of that from Skiba. Like, you, you get some of it from Mark with the, like, over and over sort of same style of... Snapchat and Snapchat and Instagram and, like, all of that stuff. You get yeah, you're right. Skiba, his things, social like, media Skiba has just been, like... like wasn't the one a couple days ago, there. like, didn't get up... I was, like... It was, like, the best, because he was, like, really wanted to go on this hike, 
didn't get up early enough for it. Oh well, Idaho is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, like, Steven is just so excited to be yeah. part of this thing. He probably is too. So, like, like he probably is just like, holy shit, I'm in Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, he's too. in a band that's like bigger than his band ever got, and he yeah. like got chosen for this. So do you think? You so think, like, yeah, I totally think it's. You think still maybe part of it is like. It's kind of reigniting the spirit of Blink-Way, too, because one of the things for me that's been key about Blink is that it's just normal guys who got famous in a big band. Yeah. And now Skiba has, again, like, because once they got big and they're just normal, normal guys guy. in a famous band for a while, they can't be normal guys. You know, they're famous right. guys in a famous band. Right. But here comes Skiba thrusting the role of the normal Pretty guy normal in a yeah. famous Relatively band. Relatively normal guy in this famous he's band. probably, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, he's moderately successful, you know. I'm surely, you know, the one percent. Sure ever heard this? Of, feel really undercut. What did you think of, uh, like, the the kind of crowd of the show, like, because it was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. We were surrounded by the worst people. Oh no. The so we were in row N, which was the eighth row of seating, mm. um, with the pit in front of us, and the pit was really pretty small, honestly. Yeah, I um, heard that. But we were. Eighth from the front uh, of seating, and the people behind us were like, it was a couple of couples, and these dudes directly behind us, the dudes were smoking, like, weed pens, which, fine, whatever. So then we have these guys continuing to get high behind us, but they're very, very, very unaware of their, like, personal space. Uh, so there were times when it looked like we were smoking and security was like, hey guys. And we were like, no, it was them. We, there rolled, were, we rolled so fast. There were people passing, like multiple people passing strange joints, straight yeah. joints around us. Like, yeah. It was like uh, people behind us and in front of us. And like, and like our concern is like we were so close to the front, we had already been yelled at <laughs> by somebody who thought we were smoking. And so they I, were really not aware of their personal space. Yeah. So when a day to remember played and they just threw a bunch of projectiles at us. I got a text from you because I, I texted you like, oh, day to remember, they're putting on a hell of a show. It's kind of cool. Uh, not my thing, but kind of cool. And you were like, uh, yeah, it is kind of cool. But to be honest, like being up here in the middle, there's, like, the projectiles have become, like, a situation. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, I'm it's trying true. to enjoy the show, okay, but... so like... not only did they have a shitload of beach balls, they had toilet paper and streamers. And not just streamers, but, like, streamers on rolls. <laughs> so, I was right in the middle. I was smack yeah. in the middle of the stage, so everything was just coming at me from both sides. And the people behind us kept trying to hit the things that came above us. They're trying to, like, spike so it would, down like, to your head? <laughs> I was wearing my little, like, my cute little pony pigtail buns, mm -hmm. you know? Like a Princess Leia thing? Yeah, like a Princess Leia thing. <laughs> of course I was wearing, like, a Princess Leia thing to the Blink-182 show. <laughs> so I was wearing little buns, and the fucking guy behind me, like, whacked me multiple times on my little buns, whacked my friend next to me multiple times trying that's, to hit balls above cool. her. Um... That sort of thing happened the rest of the night, and then at the beginning of Blink-182, some dudes who clearly didn't purchase the seats in front of us poached those they, seats. They, took those they just seats. came and jumped yeah. in, and one of them was really high, and one was clearly the DD, who was just like, chill, like, keep your, <laughs> chill, keep your fucking arms chill, down, guy, like, chill, don't be an asshole. Well, so Blink starts, though. This is your first Blink show, isn't it? It was my first Blink show. 
that's like we haven't so we haven't said long. that before, but I, I feel like so that's long. like that's like the biggest deal here. Yeah. Is that this is no, the first time was, we got to see Blink. It was the first time we got to see Blink. Uh, so it starts. They start with feeling this. They have the 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 the, the thing, and it drops. Fuck, fuck. was lit up. What are you like? Fuck. What are you thinking like right now? Um, unfortunately, I knew that feeling this would be first because uh, that's what they first. always play first, and yeah. I've heard that so many times that I knew that that was going to be first. Uh, my face was sore the next day and a half from smiling so much, which I didn't know was possible because it's never happened to me. Um, so yeah, my I, face I just wouldn't know up, either. Yeah, my face just lit up with this giant, like, doofy smile um, as I'm just screaming along to the lyrics, I'm sure. I had opted at this point to not wear my earplugs. Um, Do you normally for, wear earplugs? Yes, I totally am an earplug fanatic. Really? I have earplugs on me right now. So this is your first Blink show. This is my first Blink 182 show. This show started at... DJ Spider started at 6. How is DJ Spider? We missed oh, that. Oh, we left. We did not watch DJ Spider. Oh, well. We were not interested in DJ Spider. I was Spider. interested in DJ, DJ Spider. was the only the opener I was interested he in. He looked like Carrot Top, but with dark brown hair. Sounds awesome. It was terrible. So, you that. also didn't like All American Rejects. All American Rejects, it turns out, are not as cool as I remembered them being when I was yeah. like 12. How, what were they, because I entirely missed so, them as well. They have so. this song now called. I'm I'm led to believe it's called DGAF. Okay. Which is short for Yeah. Don't give like a the fuck. Phrase, DGAF. Yeah. Um and the greatest thing about this, the greatest thing about this was we were sitting down in our seats waiting for all American rejects to go on, like, oh we're we're here, we'll find out how this is. It can't be that bad. They'll play all their hits. They have like five hits, it's fine. Swing swing. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> um <laughs> so this song comes on over the fucking sound system, and this the entire time I'm just like, "What is this goddamn song?" Like, I almost looked it up on multiple like multiple occasions, and I did not. I stopped myself from looking it up, and I was like, "You know what? I don't want to know who sings this song. It's terrible." Yeah. So All American Rejects starts their set, and after a couple of songs. They played that song. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh no, they're really this, this is, bad." It was. This is what's D-Gap. happened to them. There's a line in it called. A line in it called. There's a line <laughs> in it that's smoking ciggies in the car with the windows up. We don't give a fuck. We don't. We don't give a fuck. It's, it's kind of like a rap white thing, like a rapping, thing, smoking ciggies with the smoking like is a Weezer in like Beverly with Hills. The windows up. We don't give a fuck. We don't. We don't give a fuck. Like, Ooh, yeah, it's that, bad. that's not, that's not sounding it's great. It's bad. So, do you remember a couple years, I guess it's probably been more than a couple years now, shit, when Dynamite Hack was really popular for their Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster cover? Yeah, yeah. It sounded like that. Mm. But that was the sound that they intended to go for. Yeah. And they paused between every single song to talk about how now that they're old, they're cool. But yeah. they're not 44-year-old dudes talking about dicks and poops, so they're still really cool. And it's like, I see you're trying to make a joke there about Blink-182, and it's not... It's, it's, it came it's off bad. as, like, too mean. It didn't even come off as too mean. It came off as, like, just too arrogant to be funny. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it, it, it would be it, different. It wasn't even that it was a stab at Blink. It just was like, well, like who the you're fuck not are, even You're not cool. Radiohead. Like, you're still not you know? cool. Like, yeah, you're, all, you're opening no. for this band. <laughs> Like I wish I could be making. And it was their last. It was their last show on this tour, I think, too. Um, But what do you think about? They played for forty minutes, 
Their set ended after 40 minutes. They played like six songs. Jesus. Yeah. And their yeah. songs are, you know, their they're not a prog band. Average bands. length. Yeah. Average three to five minutes. Yeah. Just the banter. Just the banter, and it was so bad. Well, what do you think of uh, A Day to Remember Then? They come on. A definitely day to remember energetic. Is they're not my cup of tea. They're really not. Yeah. But they did really, they did really well. Yeah. My main concern, as you mentioned before, was the projectiles, <laughs> the quantity of projectiles. Yeah. Um, it was a real concern. It real was a real concern. Concern. I'm not very quick moving, and I don't want to get <laughs> hit in the head. Would your Patronus be like a Snorlax? Right, yes. No, my fucking phone wallpaper is a Snorlax. Oh, mine's a Gloom. No, oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm very slow moving, and I don't want to be hit in the head by anything. Yeah. And it wasn't so much like, oh no, a roll of toilet paper is going to hit me in the head. It was like, oh no, these fucked up people behind me are going to whap me across the face <laughs> trying to grab one of these streamers to put in their pocket and keep forever. Right. Um, <laughs> well, which Ra- happened, Ryan, essentially. Ryan made the point that they did seem like uh, intentionally picked because they're good at warming up crowds. Like, yeah. Almost like they were no, playing the role of like, a totally motivational fair. speaker. That's totally fair. They, they did really a great job. That's- Two rows in front of us was a young couple with a toddler mm. and the toddler had her own seat and she had big giant pink uh, Head, like ear, headphones ear yeah. and it was the cutest thing because during uh, a day to remember she was just like bobbing back and forth oh my god she was so into that's, that's it amazing. she had to be maybe four three yeah. or four really young and I think that's what got me through that's oh. what got me through a day to remember was that toddler who was just so excited about Well, and it, it sounds like once Blink started, you kind of turned into that toddler. Oh, yeah. No, I basically was <laughs> that toddler. So when when did you first start crying? Like, um, you said, you said so like... So I didn't cry during Feeling This. I okay. cried... Yeah, Feeling This happens, and I you're cried like, during oh, what's seen my this age again. seen this before. I cried then, during What's My Age Again. What's My Age Again, which which was the like, second oh, song. I didn't know that would be the second song. Yeah, so I cried during that. <laughs> Uh, only a couple tears, just a, a few sheds, a few couple, mm. couple little tears. Um, they played a couple more songs, and then they played Cynical. That was and the... I lost it. Oh I my god, I'm so glad you said that. That was the moment. That was the moment for me too, where the show became like, oh well, shit, this and then is it was great. Weird too, because they were like, this song is for you, and then they played Cynical, and I was not ready for that. Are you done with that, Lisa? Yes, I am, Craig. Thank you. Thanks. You're, the best. You're welcome. Is cynical one that, that yeah. <laughs> is cynical one that you really liked on the on yes, California? Yes, it really is. Um, I super super love cynical. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite song off California yet. Yeah, I've listened to it a bunch. I felt very awkward. I was with a group of four people, and of those four people, I was the only one who was singing along to all of the songs off California. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they fit in pretty well. Um, yeah. I actually, I, I like Bored to Death, but I felt like that was the only one that didn't... I really didn't, liked Bored to Death. I, I liked it, but I I think that's the only one that didn't really seem like it fit. Like, it did seem yeah. a little weird to me live. There were, there were a couple of songs that I would have rather... Cynical Life? Like, left out and replaced oh, well, with other songs. So what would you have rather left? Honestly, mostly stuff off, mostly stuff off the Untitled. Mm. I don't care, like, I didn't... I didn't mean down or I miss you to like really like get off yeah. of my, my Blink-182 I could have left down and that's like, one that I feel like they could for, I leave off I but would, I miss you I feel like they gotta play it they, just cause I of get how it. I get it um, however if I could have I would have replaced those two songs with She's Out of Her Mind 
um, aliens exist mm. and go. Oh, that those would all be great choices. Yeah, like that's what I would yeah. have been like really hyped about. Not that I miss you and Down are bad songs. I do like those songs, and I was really excited to see them live. But like those yeah. are the three that I would have replaced those two songs with if I could have. What did you think generally of the set list? I liked it. I was really happy. I was really happy that I got to see songs that I thought that I would never get to see. What um, what, what what were those? Like I, the, the older songs, honestly. I mean, because I go to a lot of shows. And yeah, you do. I do, <laughs> but for some bands, like you, just know there are songs that they aren't going to play anymore. Yeah. Um, as an Arizona person, like seeing AJJ live these days. I love AJJ. AJJ is great, but they don't play anything off of Candy Cigarettes and Cap Guns anymore because it's not PC. And that's cool that they've gone in the route of like, oh, we don't want to offend anybody and we don't want to piss anybody off. But you also like still, I like those songs. But those are the songs that I grew (laughs) up with. Those are the songs that got me into AJJ. Like, and not hearing them at shows is always so disappointing for me. What songs were like that at this show for you? The jokey songs. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I'd Bohemian get to Rhapsody. see those. Yeah, like, I figured I would see Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, Build This Pool. <laughs> Could not be happier with Build This Pool existing. Same. That's I think uh, I think that's their best joke song they've ever dude, done. Dude, I I said it I said it to my boyfriend and he was like, oh yeah, that's that's like your theme song, right? And he's like, oh yeah, obviously, like yeah. obviously I want to see naked dudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, but. Yeah, so, I I don't know, I think I was still really tied up in the, like, I didn't think that I would ever get to see Blink-182 at all. Oh, yeah. So, getting to see them do Carousel and Damn It and Dysentery Gary and yeah. Dumpweed was just so good. Yeah. So fucking good. Do, how do you think about, uh, so you think Skiba did a good job playing those songs? I think Skiba did a great job. You think his guitar sounded good and everything? Yes. Like, um, my only qualms that I had sound-wise were, I feel very much that the first two and a half songs, they didn't quite have their vocals tuned in on Mark very well. I don't think, I, I think you're right. That's, so, I yeah, agree. So, like, Mark would go up to the microphone and it would be this, like, washed out sort of, like, it sounded I like hear they... that you're singing and I see that you're singing, but I'm not, like... Like, I it sounded like they hadn't the turned here. on like the effects, like they hadn't turned yeah. on the reverb or the delay. For especially what's my age again, it did sound. It was it like sounded. It weird. sounded like he was just like singing into a micro, like you know, so, just he grabbed a microphone at like a function and was singing yeah. into it kind of thing. It didn't seem quite like. It seemed like they probably rushed really hard through the sound check. Yeah, they might. Um, they're towards the end of the tour. Maybe that was part so, of it. So, yeah. I mean, there's a million reasons that could have happened. Yeah. It could have been anything. It could have been a fucking fluke with something being out of batteries. Yeah. Like, literally anything. Um, but after the first, like, two and a half songs, it was fixed right up. So it, you think Mark, like, in good. general, like, how do you think he sang? How was, we talked a lot about Skiba, but how is Mark doing? I think Mark's doing great. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I have, like, great. no complaints. I had yeah. no complaints about Mark singing. Um, I have complaints about Mark's hair because I'm an asshole. Do you? It's kind of amazingly <laughs> no, bad. No, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful <laughs> because it's the same hair that he had, except way thinner. Yeah. And unkempt. He is. So he's basically a cartoon character. It's like flat against his head up until the like hairline where it just pokes up at like a 
180 degree angle. <laughs> inexplicably. Yeah. yeah. Totally inexplicably. Right. It doesn't look like it's gelled up. No. I had a mohawk for several years. It looks like he has a cowlick in the front of his face. I admire how he got his hair to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't know how he did it, but like... I, you know my personal theory on Mark's hair? It. Jizz? All jizz? Because <laughs> that's my personal theory. No. It's been wild for a while. And I think, I know that he's a big Cure fan. Like, that was his favorite oh, band growing right. up. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like he might have gotten the, I'm just going to cultivate the fact that I have, like, a weird hair thing, just like my okay. idol, Robert Smith. All right. Well, he, he said. That makes a lot of sense. I also remember reading, too, that he used to wear his hair like that in high school. Like, he would wear his hair like Robert Smith. Okay. You know, so there's precedent for him trying right. to emulate All Robert right. Smith's <laughs> fashion choices. I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> I get that. That's fair. So but it was just so, like, Bland, bland. Yeah, just flat. I like. They had very Portland so outfits good. for the Portland show. They were all like all black. Yeah, Mark was in like a black hoodie and black it's pants. True. What um, did you think of? Uh, uh, so Mark, Skiba, what about Travis? How was how was Travis? I'm okay without a full drum solo. Yeah. Um, they are kind of admittedly old men now. Maybe they need to reserve some of their stamina for their for their push-up challenges. Oh, you think Travis can't... For their push-up <laughs> sorry, challenges. Sorry, guys, we can't do the extra solo. I gotta do the push-ups later. Yeah, I gotta do 22 push-ups after this. I can't play the drums upside down. Can't do this. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Also, another thing that doesn't get talked about is all of his collaborations. Mm. So, like, yeah, Travis did Transplants, yeah. and he did Boxcar Racer. Yeah. But he also fairly recently collaborated with Prayers. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know this. Yeah. He collaborated with Prayers on a lot of stuff. Wow. Um, sort of like, uh, like, do you just kind of like play drums in one of their albums? or? Um, I haven't listened to all of it, but like, yes, that's the gist of it. Nice. He's done drum tracks with them. He has his tentacles everywhere. Yeah. And here he is playing all the small things. However, I will say that I do a lot of rock band nights uh, where my friend who normally plays drums refuses to play drums on a lot of Blink-182 songs. Really? Yeah. Is it, uh... I uh, imagine Travis is it. hated in the drumming circles, the real drumming circles, because of that. Because he's playing with Blink-182. I don't think that anybody hates in real drum circles. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> real drums. I see. See what I did there? Yeah, I do. Um... <laughs> It's good. I'm proud of that one. I'm going to keep that one in my pocket for a while. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, like, they have a lot of songs on Rock Band or that are downloadable and compatible with Rock Band and Guitar Hero, and a lot of his drum tracks are still impossible, even when you dumb it down to four pads and two cymbals. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a great drummer. What what I've liked about him, too, is he's not... um, Show off he like, No, he's he doesn't do like shit. He's like a goddamn mouse. Yeah, and he's not doing like weird ass meters. Like he's not trying to meet no. a prog band. He's no. just like, what's the best possible thing I could play for this he's song? Very, and he plays very it. pragmatic about everything it seems yeah. like. Like Yeah. Honestly it was really just a great show. Like Hell yeah. I tried to pick out negative things and I couldn't. The only negatives I had were what I've already mentioned with like being around shitty people. Yeah. That's a con- um, spent, big concert. I things. spent six dollars on a bag of cotton candy. That's oh. spun sugar, sir. That's absurd. Yeah. Never been to a show as big. I don't believe. Really, that was I've your biggest. I've never been to a show as produced. The closest I've been, I guess, maybe probably more produced was when I saw Kiss with Aerosmith oh, in eighth yeah. grade. What do you think of the production? By the way, we didn't get into that. 
I think the fireworks are a little bit much. I yeah. was so oh, they would man, do the I was fireworks. So into it. They would I was do the fireworks it. and I would like was already crying because of the song and then the fireworks would go off and then I would scream and then cry even harder <laughs> because a combination of fear and oh, excitement. It's amazing though. Um I cried most of the time. My like you probably thought that I was kidding when oh. I said that I would, but I cried most of the time that's and it great. was not cute. It was ugly crying. That's good. That's there the, are that's photos the way and it's bad. Ugly it crying was is ugly the best crying. Kind of, I strongly feel like ugly crying is the best kind of crying. That, okay, that's when that's you, you you worked through some stuff at that show. If you I were ugly oh crying. my god, I was just ugly What what was sobbing. what was peak cry for you? Peak cry Peak cry was dumpweed. Dump, the beginning? was definitely Dumpweed. When it was like, dun, 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 are you just yes. like, ah! Yeah, Dysentery Gary was real close. Damn it was real close. Um, one of the friends that I was with absolutely lost her shit for Carousel. Carousel's uh, great. It's great. It's great. I mean, it's great. I would have loved to have heard Voyeur. Ooh, uh, yeah, that'd be a good call. That's a pretty Tom song, though. I know, but I feel like Skiba can fill those shoes. I feel like he really can, and I would have loved to have heard it. The voyeur shoes? Yeah. I would have yeah, loved to see have it. seen Skiba fill those voyeur shoes. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't think. I was kind of frozen for a little bit in the, like, holy shit, this finally happened. Like, I had called my mom to tell her, hey, mom, I'm finally seeing Blink-182. Really? Wow. Yeah. At the show so, or before? Before the, like, before the show by like a day it's <laughs> like mom I'm gonna go see them on Tuesday it's gonna be amazing and she was like really finally it's like oh. yes finally well why haven't so, real quick I, why haven't you seen them before is it just never been a time so right time place the thing is that I'm from Arizona but I'm not from the part of Arizona that everybody knows about yeah you're not from a major city um, I am from Prescott Valley um, Prescott Prescott what's Valley. the population the last time that I remember checking was around 35 39,000. Wow. Okay. I was not well liked in high school. Um I hated all of my jobs there. I had a miserable time growing up there because it just was that small town like red state sort of we hate everyone who's different thing. Yeah. So like naturally I think and you can see why I clutched Blink onto like Blink 182. Great it's because oasis it was, for that kind of exactly, thing. Exactly. It was an oasis. So I talked to my mom about this when I called her the other day <laughs> to tell her <laughs> that I was finally seeing Blink 182. Um, Blink was the only thing that made the shitty town you made me grow up in <laughs> worth living. Not quite. Um, but I was like, you know, I feel like I saw a decent amount of shows. And she was like, you didn't go to a lot of shows. Not at all. And I was like, well, I felt like it was a lot. But Some, some cool guys just some driving. <laughs> cool guys on motorcycles. No big deal. I'm, damn, not that cool. Um... <laughs> So for me to go to a show where I lived, I'd have to drive 80 miles to Phoenix or 80 miles to Flagstaff, 80 goddamn miles. I'd have to, from there, also purchase the ticket. I'd have to decide whether I'm going to stay in the city or not, or if I'm going to drive back home at 3 a.m. I had to decide if I wanted to pay somebody to buy me booze. I had to buy food. I had 
so many yeah. things to consider as far as cost. It's to essentially go to a show. even though it's not so a twenty dollar show very very quickly became a hundred dollar show. Oh wow! Yeah. So I didn't get to go to very many things. So I moved to Portland about five years ago. And it's been incredible because I've seen so many bands I never thought I'd be able to see because That's I can awesome. just take a goddamn bus home for $2 at the end of the night. Yeah, isn't it crazy that the city an, with a public insane. transportation system? It is insane. I, like, I cannot get over it. Every time I go to a big show that I never thought I'd get to see, I just saw Drive Like Jehu. I just yeah, saw Drive I Like Jehu a, a few weeks ago. That's so cool. And I paid $30 for the ticket. I took a bike town bike <laughs> to the bus stop. What a time uh, to be alive. What a time to be alive. Alright, well, uh, I think we'll end it there. Uh, Lisa, do you have any parting words you want to say to the listeners? Any Anything you want to direct them to? Anything you want to plug? Just literally go to every show that you think you will regret not going to. Yeah. Because people die. People die. People do like, die. Like, Or they break up, you know, to yeah. get less morbid about I've it. I've seen the shitty misfits. I've seen Neutral Milk Hotel after they got back together. And it's fine. But, like... Just go before they die. Go before was this, people die. Was this just fine or was this scene blank? This is amazing. Nice. I, I don't have anything negative to say about it. I've nice. tried. I've tried so hard to say mean things about uh, this and I can't. Makes me happy to hear. I love it. My face hurt from smiling. We'll end it there. Which, yeah. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Michael. Welcome back, everybody. Uh... Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So Ryan, uh, do you think I'm the new Terry Gross? Um, I wish I knew who that was, but... Uh... Uh, imagine a more boring Mark Maron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is she the... She works for NPR. Fresh is she Air. The... She's not the serial person, is it? No. Oh. Fresh Air with Terry Gross. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that. Uh, you should Google the interview she did with Gene Simmons sometime. It's great. Okay. Um, Terry Gross is, uh, she's just considered the best interviewer, but she's very, like, adult and, mm. like, you know, quote-unquote boring. I'm excited to hear it. She was like, you know, when Stephen Colbert was doing the Colbert Report, that was, like, the one interview where he was out of character. You oh, know, okay. kind of thing. He talked about, like, his family dying and stuff and... Oh, way to bring it back. It's the Marin before Marin was a Marin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we're bringing it down before you bring it up to yeah. space. Because uh, we want to, uh, now that we're back, uh, we want to check in with Tom because uh, we we haven't in a minute and we need to see what's going on in that spaceship. He used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know. What's up with Tom? So Ryan, before we started the show, uh, you were showing me something on Instagram. Yeah, I um, was just checking in, what's, seeing what's up with Tom on Instagram. And the thing I just posted like three hours ago from recording this, which is on a Wednesday. Um, the like, I don't really know their names, but a couple of the guys from The Descendants. Milo. Is his name really Milo? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just that was the character's name. Dude. The Descendants, I, I, first I, I, of all, that, that is him. Like, let I'm me just say, like, the Descendants is uh, probably like they're secretly the best band ever, <laughs> and uh, their first album is uh, hers. Was her second? I don't know. I think it was their first. Milo goes to college. Yeah. Like the whole joke is that's like the most NPR thing ever. NPR, our old band, because it was called Milo's Goes to College because they were all just seventeen and like they were gonna have to break up because Milo was going to college. Uh, well, I thought that was just the, the name of the, char- the character, like the, the, the little uh, 
looks like Dilbert or something. It's the singer, yeah. And um, it is him. I'm looking at it now because he's right in front of the logo. On yeah. This video. Now he's got like the their latest album has him in front of like all the test tubes and stuff because like again, File Under Evidence, the best band ever. They all have like significant separate careers from this band, and the singer is a biochemist. A biochemist. He looks like a biochemist. Like he's like a totally smart upper class white collar job. That's but he's just like, no, nah, I want to keep doing this punk band thing. Right. <laughs> well, he posted a video. It's him and um, another member of the band, and they're basically making a video for Tom. And Tom posted it on his Instagram. Yeah, that was where little... he said hashtag Descendants. Um, basically, what they're saying in the video is like, Tom, you're supposed to be down here, and you didn't. You're not here. Where Tom's are you? Tom's not at the Descendants show. Yeah, it, or it looks like a show or a studio or something like that. Like you were supposed to come, and but you were too busy at a parent teacher conference or something like that. And they made his little video. I must have sent it to him, but uh, he put it on his Instagram. Yeah, and it's we'll probably hash- drop some of the audio. I'll, I'll probably drop some of the audio in it from yeah from it into here. It says, but it, it it's says, weird. Yeah, but I did go once. I saw this video. Ha! How can you not when Milo talks directly to you? Oh, it says right there. I used to sit in front of the mirror <laughs> when I was sixteen and try and sing like this guy. This is the only reason Blink One Eight Two existed. It was the first band the three of us all agreed on. Hmm. Uh. Hashtag suburban home, hashtag bike age, hashtag hope, hashtag silly girl. Oh man, he hashtag bike age. That's probably my favorite Descendants song. Good on you, Tom. What do you think about the Descendants? <laughs> uh, I they're great. I mean, I have I um, it's one of those things I wish I like always knew about the Descendants, and I wish I um would have grew up with them. In the same thing. way that like I recently saw ET, you know, and I, <laughs> I'm loving. I fairly recently saw, you know, I saw uh, first heard the Descendants about a year ago. Oh wow, and, um, they're. Long? Did you? Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. They, well, it's one I've never really dove into all their songs and stuff, but I've definitely heard a lot of the albums and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of I started listening to them a year ago and was just like, "Fuck, these are you know, uh, you know." Uh, it, I'm surprised it, you didn't after you know being like way back in the day, like in the '80s. Well, <laughs> no, like when you know uh, my first album was Cheshire Cat, uh, yeah. and then I went and I said, "What kind of bands did these bands was influenced by?" Uh, Ooh, the Descendants. My yeah. goes to college. I guess I never went to what bands was it influenced by. I went to what bands did it influence? Uh, okay, you know, or what bands were also on the Tony Hawk soundtrack? <laughs> well, Blink wasn't, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but uh, Descendants was that. That was a very recent thing where I was just kind of like thinking back to like uh, the Urethra Chronicles of like, well, Tom was like Jimmy Eat World was a big band and that turned out to be good. <laughs> So what was the other one? Descendants. And I was just kind of like on Spotify or whatever. And I was like, let me just check it out. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. They have a 30 second song about coffee. That's just called like, I love coffee. I love coffee. <laughs> that's the greatest. That's like, this is it. This is a band. That's just like normal people sing about normal shit. Uh, <laughs> it's blink before blink. And uh, I, I liked it a lot. Their new album, I think is great. Oh, I, I, it is. I actually have heard it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. There's also a video of it must have been Tom backstage uh, watching Descendants play, um, which was posted like a week ago. So he must be just hanging out with the Descendants. And my theory is that um, Tom is uh, going to do something with them. Yeah. What like, do you What do you think he would? Do my with thing them? was I don't that. think he is because the Descendants. My my big reason is the uh, Descendants. One of the things that separates them from Blink. Um, I think Blink are better songwriters. I think on a whole, um, but the descendants are vastly better musicians. Like they're very good at their instruments. Yeah. I can't imagine Tom keeping up with any member of the descendants. Well, that's why they're going to play 
they're gonna be his band in Angels and Airwaves or something like that, all playing and you think I don't think you've listened enough to Descendants to think they don't they're not gonna be the Angels I know, and Airwaves. I, know. I, just, I was band. just yeah, I was just yeah. Like that bassist is probably like the basis for the descendants is probably like just if you gave Paul McCartney a bunch of cocaine, that's what he would play. You know, there's no way he's gonna be doing some AVA like dong dong. <laughs> Like, is it? Uh, that's not. That's not gonna happen. He's not gonna be that. But yeah. that, something's gonna happen. You think? You or think Tom's there's gonna, gonna be some kind of collaboration? Or Tom's is gonna talk it up for another year? If that's gonna happening. be some. His next thing is some kind of Descendants related. Like I'm gonna make a doc on the Descendants. Yeah, and talk about, I'd be down. That'd be cool. I'd be that, down with that. That'd be. I think he'd be good on something like that. He should be do. Like there was a documentary because he's that, passionate about that kind of music. You know, when yeah. he when he t- tries to make AVA, he's not really like passionate about shit like U two. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he's mentally kind of like I want to get what they're going for, but you can just tell he has this passion for punk. That's fun to listen to when he talks about. Yeah. That'd be, he should do stuff like that. I think that would be his, that's more of his calling. I mean, the space stuff, I I'd guess. I'd be but, so down with like a Ken Burns S documentary about the descendants narrated by I, Tom. DeLong. I think people would be more interested to hear instead of hearing his thoughts on fucking secret machines and stuff. They'd be more interested, like, because they know, like, Tom DeLong is doing a, a documentary about the Descendants or doing one on butthole surfers or something. Yeah, and just like the circle jerks or yeah. any of that kind of uh, uh, unwritten law, no effects. You know, like that'd be like it'd be, so that'd be more fun. Of Jimmy interesting World. Theory. You know, yeah, I'd be so down like to watch Tom that HBO a, miniseries. What a, a Tom had a podcast. I'm making this of, pitch for half you. Half of Tom. it was uh, alien conspiracies, and the other half was like punk. Oh, punk I'd stuff. put up with the half. That'd I'd be put great. up with both halves. I'd love it. He should do that. That'd be a good mix because there's probably already alien conspiracy podcasts and yeah. stuff. Tom, make there's a already podcast. punk ones. Make a half punk, half alien podcast. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, he also had a picture like a really sexy selfie, like a MySpace selfie. Uh, really Tom's, sexy selfie. He's looking sexy, sexy right oh, there, right? Yeah. He says, "What? I, what? That? This is what I look like when I'm in a weird and lonely hotel, missing my family." You know what stood out to me about that picture is that it was clearly taken in like a comfort inn, and I was like, "Why the fuck is he staying in a?" Comfort <laughs> he's in Colorado inn? Springs, I guess. Oh, that's why he's yeah. in Colorado Springs. He's near Space Command, I guess. Yeah. Great um, town. I mean, it's just like it's not the kind of town that's. Yeah, he just he looks. Fancy. He's this is totally straight out of uh, MySpace. Yeah, yeah, that you know, is the with, angle. As the angles and everything. It's the angle shot, yeah. Um, so that's Tom's up to that. Uh, Trying to make himself look thinner. Looks like a cool picture. I don't know if this is his house in San Diego, but it looks fucking... Probably is if it looks cool. It just, it's uh, like on a kind of a balcony, looks uh, like with yeah. his wife. That What up? Um, cool and stuff. So cool he has some good stuff going on. Nothing too crazy. Uh, it looks like he went to no. Minecon. Which is uh, the Minecon- yeah. Minecraft convention. I Probably mean, kid, maybe a son loves it. Yeah. You know, he's standing next or to his a- daughter. He has a son and a daughter. Oh, that's right. They're both about the same age. Yeah, uh, but he's standing next to a golem from Minecraft. Which oh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's cool looking. Whatever it is, that's a golem, a rock golem. So nice. looks like the uh, fucking rock monsters from Noah. It kind of what? Kind of. I like how it has like the like greenery growing over it like moss is growing out this yeah it looks just like how it was in the game like exactly it's crazy nice. that's crazy um <laughs> uh yeah and then there was the let's get the crazy tom he had a work in progress with like all like you know a bunch of lists with things connecting yeah. and kind of had oh like my a, gosh i forgot about this when was do you see real quick when this was posted um, it was a week ago okay so we had an instagram post about a week ago which i think i i texted to you i think it's probably the the weirdest post Tom has ever 
made. It, it, it really is straight up a beautiful. I think I texted you. I was like, Tom went full beautiful mind. <laughs> I mean, it's basically just names, some of which he decided says, to redact. It says Tom's um, journey. And the names you can see are just the most like generic things in the world. You know, government, space. Does life form the sec. <laughs> Let's say the secrecy is, uh, or the. <laughs> and so the anyway, all, all these terms are just connected by like arrows and haphazardly drawn on the cattle this mutilations. <laughs> cattle mutilations is on there. Oh, perpetual God. war. Uh, I mean, it really looks like the scene from Beautiful Mind. The scientist. What do you think about this? Killed in, in quotations. <laughs> killed. Yeah, <laughs> the last one on there. And all the rest are blacked out. What'd you call oh, yeah. it again? Kill. Redacted. Oh, so lawyer talk over here. Red lawyer talk. <laughs> yeah, you t- I like the way you talk, the boy. Most of it is blacked out, yeah, which is like, it. it's just funny because like, why the fuck post it then? It like, does, yeah. What's the point of posting this other than just like hashtag look at all the secret machines, hashtag work in progress, hashtag big things to come. What? Yeah. So what do you think? I, I guess I kind of showed my hand. <laughs> um... I don't know. It just uh, Tom is uh, still at it, you know. Well, that sounds really similar to something uh, our good friend, friend of the show at this point, Lisa said. Uh, so uh, something that we didn't cover over uh, what I just played, y'all, is that we had a little mini "What's up with Tom?" with uh, with Lisa. Oh, what's up with Tom and Lisa? So, oh yeah, what's up with Tom? And Lisa. <laughs> Lisa's. <laughs> I don't know. It's a better way to go with that. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to play this to you now, Ryan, for the first time. Um, I'll just do the whole little Tom bit. And, um, you know, maybe y- you can say kind of what your thoughts are. And um, I-, I think it's interesting to hear just from another Blink's fan, uh, another Blink fan's perspective of, of what's going on with Tom. She's not as obs- obsessed as we are. Like she, one of her favorite bands is Blink, but not as much as like, yeah. she's going to make a podcast about it. So <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to kind of like, so what do you think? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go ahead and, uh, have let's, a, have a listen. Let's see what's up. about like how much do you know about what tom has been involved in have you followed Um, him at all i haven't really um it's always been a little bit outside of my realms like i never even got into oh well this will be good because the only thing that i liked that he did that he touched was boxcar racer yeah which is really great to listen to yeah at 26 it's the closest to blink too it's very it's very juvenile, and not in the way that Blink-182 is very juvenile, right. but in the, like, angsty 15-year-old. Yeah. It's not like, That's oh, I'm it- going to make a dick joke, but, like, mom and dad, I'm running away and I'm never coming back, because fuck you guys, sort yeah. of way. And it's, it's very, str- like, it's weird to see that the things that came out of Blink-182 as, like, Angels and Airwaves and Plus 44, but, like... Boxcar Racer is still the weird anomaly. Yeah, me. Boxcar Racer is kind and of weird. And nobody ever talks about that. it. That's nobody true. Nobody ever talks about Boxcar Racer. Yeah. Have you been following Tom's uh, non-musical pursuits? <laughs> no, apart from... Not really, no. The only thing that I really read about Tom was the Onion article about his new material being Space Age Sheets. Okay, Space Age Sheets. Space Age Sheets. Yeah. Nice, I like that. It was good. Uh, it was so good do you article. know about his uh, conspiracy theories or work in that field? Uh, do you know he's working with... I know with... that he claims he's talked to the Department of Defense. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about that? Do you think he has? 
No. <laughs> I've thought about this and I've mulled it over a lot. And no, I don't think that he has. So what do you think's going on there? Is he talking to... Is he just making it up or... I think he's exaggerating a lot, probably. <laughs> like, maybe he talked to a staffer. Yeah. And, yeah. like, considers that talking to... The department. the department. Like, okay, you talk to a staffer for the department of defense. <laughs> like, okay, sure, cool. Right. And like, he are you saying he does the thing where like he's just like at home? I just imagine him at home, and his wife. He calls like the the like he Google's like Department of Defense, and there's like a phone number, you know, <laughs> contact us. And he calls and like, hey, uh, I want to do a store on aliens, blah blah. blah. And they're like, uh, we're we're not gonna talk to you. Bye. And he clicks, and then he's, I Jen, I just talked to the Department of Defense. Yes. That's pretty much like I think maybe he tweeted at them. Yeah. I feel like that's probably the extent of <laughs> okay. it is that he's probably tweeted at All them. Right. I can, um, I, you know. I'm very concerned about his disappearing eyebrows. That is, uh, you know, something. I'm glad you said it because no one's talking about that. I feel like I heard somebody mention it recently, and I was like, yeah, but that's true. Why has nobody mentioned it? But no, his fucking eyebrows are gone. Yeah. It's just like two little hairs they on are, side. I, yeah, that is a weird phenomenon that's happening. I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know if maybe his, know. maybe his eyebrows are going gray or his something. eyebrows are going fucking clear. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. They're going So what, do you think he's okay? I mean, are you like... No. I mean, <laughs> I think yes because he has a lot of money, but like no as in like, oh yeah, I'm totally a member of Blink-182. Like, no, you're not. So you don't, you don't see him at I all as a member. I don't see him as a member anymore. So, uh... There was kind of a lot of uh, lots to unpack in that interview. Uh, again, you know, consistent with the hard hitting Terry Gross esque interviewing. You sounded pretty professional. Thank you. You were really on top of like follow up questions. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did notice that uh, I set the recorder in the center of the table, and I was leaning forward, and she was leaning away. Uh, so my voice is like significantly louder than she hers. Sounds fine. I sound fine. I okay. Think. Okay. Good. Um, What's wrong with my voice? All of a I'm just sudden. being like you. I'm just you know like, well, this is wrong with it. So, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it matters. So, uh, I think that Lisa raised some good points. Yes. What do you think is going on with Tom's eyebrows? <laughs> I didn't it's, realize that. Like that's she said so it, funny. And I was like, oh you're, my God. you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, just getting old sucks. You think it's that? You think? Because I, I kind of posited, is it a gray hair thing and we're just not seeing it? Is he going bald and just the eyebrows? Uh, is that a thing that happens? I think he just... Is that an age thing? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. They're just uh, graying up a little bit and it's more blonde maybe looking now or something. Like they've lightened up. Maybe maybe they're not gray. Yeah. But uh, let me see if I can find a picture. If it's a uh, if it's just an aging thing, then I feel bad for making him fun of him for it. <laughs> it does it's just so oh. drastic. I just feel like it's like a choice he's making. They do look like they're missing. They do. They look like Whoopi Goldberg eyebrows. Uh, you know. Uh, like, look at yeah. They're right. They kind of yeah. What's going um, on there? It, to me, they look like they're blonde, like on the edges. I got pretty fucking blonde hair, you know, and I, I certainly have blonder hair than Tom. But you're not. He's like double your age, though. You know. No, but your hair doesn't get more blonde as you age. Your hair it gets gray. I mean, I don't know. Well, anyway, Tom, if it's a gray hair thing, again, I'm sorry for making fun of you about this. But, he always um, had eyebrows like that, though. I feel he like. did have weird eyes. He's always had weird eyes and weird eyebrows. But Like, he always had, like, half eyebrows. Like, that's a picture from, like, 2008 like, or 10 or something like that. And They are kind of half eyebrows. He always had, like, eyebrows that yeah. kind of stopped, like, halfway, and they go, like, they start dark and get, like, lighter. 
Yeah. Um, but it is kind of funny. It's a funny point to bring up, and I'm yeah, glad she did. I'm, I'm glad she did too. Uh, yeah, here's like a better like. Yeah, he, it looks like he has no eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, do you have the date on that on that that Instagram page? This That'd is be from a good one the, to September second. So sept- if 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 any of y'all at home can pull that September second, it looks um, like they're ha- shaved Tom off. Instagram. Yeah, that again. That's what I'm saying. Is it looks like it's an intentional thing. It looks like he's shaving them off. Uh, so September second, Instagram from Tom. But look at like this uh, one. Look from at the, like, eyebrows. the 90s. They're there. Look- They're there. There's some full eyebrows. <laughs> but they there. they look weird though. Still, they look weird. But they look like eyebrows that are there. You know, I don't know. Look, so like, there's a picture and of him. And also, in high Tom's school. natural hair isn't even blonde. Uh, he always had like half eyebrows. Yeah, I don't know. They this just is one of the great mysteries. They're of our getting time. smaller. <laughs> um, I guess I'd rather be losing hair than eyebrows. But would you? Oh, you would. You'd rather be going bald than be losing eyebrows. <laughs> That's an interesting choice. He's always had no eyebrows, though. I would rather have a receding hairline than have uh, no eyebrows, but I'd rather have no eyebrows. They're just blonde. Than a bald spot. You can see it there, like really blonde eyebrows. He doesn't even have blonde hair. That's like a dirty blonde. Dirty blonde? Let me see. Let me see this closer up. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go gray, actually. I I think it's a gray. I think it's gray. I think there's always been light, like start off dark and light. So it's- uh, well, Tom, you know, I think the end of the, what we can kind of say is, you know, stop wasting your time about aliens and start talking about your eyebrows because that's <laughs> a pressing mystery. Let's start a podcast, damn it. Tom's eyebrows dot <laughs> um, Another thing Lisa said that I just, just kind of want to mention yeah, is Tom her Ryder. just complete rejection that Tom is talking to DOD officials. Mm. Do you share that? Because because we spend a lot of time trying to make sense of why he's said this. And she seemed to be pretty confident, just like it's bullshit. Do you think that he is just straight up bullshitting people? I don't know, man. Um, He's only talking to someone. We've said it before. They're just talking to some bum in a in a fucking uh, yeah parking lot Boy Scout uniform. Well, what, what do you think though about the? So our theory was that he's talking to a, a bum in the parking lot in a Boy Scout uniform. Lisa's theory <laughs> is that he's calling the listed number for DOD and just talking to like mm. whoever the highest person. I a think fa- he, you know a famous person can get on the DOD. And just kind of yeah, calling it. Yeah, I a think day. I'm. I think she's right that just like he might talk to somebody, but just exaggerates it. But who knows? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully, I think it might be a lot of people. You know, shit. he has a lot of money and he cares about politics, and I'm sure he donates to campaigns, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that the people he donates to want to talk to him for a couple of minutes, and I'm yeah, sure they'll talk to him about whatever the fuck do, they you pay to talk to people. Yeah, you do, and I have no doubt he talks to them about what he wants to talk about. I just want to see the more stuff like he's always yeah. talking about and doing. I don't want to read it in no damn book. Yeah. I want to see it in fit live with color and pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, like Tom, his whole thing is uncovering conspiracy theories. And all I want is the conspiracy theory on Tom. Yeah. I just want to know what's going on with him. What's up with Tom? Um, all right. Well, let's uh, come back down to earth. Yes. And uh, we do have one, uh, one Q&A in the... One email. One email in the mailbag to, to pull out. Okay. I was just driving while listening to the new podcast, and I definitely think that this should be... Well, you guys should record this as your uh, mail sack intro. Here are letters from you about Blink-182, and we'll answer them right now. And I don't think it's too good of an idea for you guys not to use, but, you know, totally up to you. All right. Talk to you later, or whatever. Bye. 
out. Yes. Um, it's a big one, though. It's a, it's a pretty profound subject. Kind of, yeah. There's um, our good buddy, Tyler, Garbage Man Peters. Oh, is this the Garbage Man? This is uh, the, the 20 minutes to take out his garbage. He's not a garbage man. No, he's not but, a garbage uh, man, but he, he takes the, the walk, the garbage walk. Right, he's the walk. <laughs> he's the man who has to do the walk every day. Uh, yeah, he uh, he's now like a good buddy now. Um, he emailed us <laughs> and he said, um, if, you, if you've been following the chronicles yeah. of Tyler Peters, he's he, part of the lore now. <laughs> yeah, is, is that he listens to our podcast as he takes the garbage out and it takes him 20 minutes to walk the garbage into uh, out of his he building, takes the wherever he, he, yeah. the shop we spent he works about in. five minutes, I think, talking about like what the fuck is he doing that he's the, spending. And, and yeah, he's what was the, his answer to that? He he had one, right? Yeah, he, he they just he works in like a strip mall. It sounds like, and he has to it's walk just around a long the whole strip thing. mall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just an inefficiently designed plaza. <laughs> yeah. I think we were like hypothesizing like what fucked up scenario like <laughs> is he disposing of nuclear waste? Like, no, it's just a very inefficiently designed strip mall. <laughs> and he says it's just it's hot and he's wearing all black and it's in the south. probably not anymore. Now it's probably cooler now. Might right? be cool. It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when the weather changes in the south, but it's probably getting cooler. Yeah, moving Where on. Where was he in the south? He didn't say. Oh, we don't want to, you know, out out him. him. <laughs> as a fan. Uh, anyway, uh, he says hello again. Uh, I really liked your, ha- I really liked hearing your opinions on Green Day's music. As a huge Green Day fan myself, I'd love to hear what you guys think about the new album. That's the new book, Green Day album, Revolution Radio, that comes out in a couple weeks. Um, mm. Even if uh, for a second on a Blink podcast. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. So uh, what do you think we should do about this? Take a second to talk about or what? Yeah, you know, I think um, if I were to think about Blink-182 and uh, bands that are similar, uh, Green Day is the closest the first one. first one, yeah. First one that comes to mind. Uh, you know, maybe Jimmy World Next. I mean, if only yeah. there were a tour. Uh, oh, if only there was a tour, they all play together. Right, they all play together. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for as a kid, I, I think I said this in an earlier episode, um, the pop disaster tour was comically designed for me. I mean, my top three bands were in the order Blink-22, Green Day, and Jimmy World. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Green Day is a very interesting band um, and one that doesn't come out with an album every day. Mm-mm. And I think this might be a good time to not only take a minute to talk about the album, but talk about our thoughts as Blink fans um, about Green Day. Yeah. And I think um, it might be cool for our next episode to just kind of talk about our history with the band Green Day. Yes, I think that's what we're going to do. And that might be a fun lead up to, after that, doing a whole episode about the album. Because yeah. I, I think it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's not. I'm, I'm, I, my opinion is still um, up in the air, but the first two, I've heard two songs and they're Decent, yeah, especially yeah. with that. I'm surprised. I'm surprised because I have not liked their last few albums mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, we're so that's what we're gonna do, Mr. Tyler. Is not even just take a second, but maybe take a two whole seconds. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> like going you're, is, you're gonna have the this is you get what you wished for. Yeah, we've had people ask, I hope you don't Green regret Day. it. <laughs> so, this will be probably the first. Um, we what we said like when we first started this show is that we were leading up. To see Blink Live with Matt Skiba, The Skiba Awakens was the first yeah. one. And um, The Skiba's Awoken. The Skiba's Awoken. Now We've let's check it. out some other shit. 
And it's not like that. Hopefully, it doesn't turn people off. You can always no. Skip these I don't episodes. think this is like now. Fuck Blink. Like we're <laughs> we're gonna take uh you know over the course of staying with Blink, I think we're gonna take a few detours. Yeah, and they're gonna be similar to Blink. I mean, there's there's other things we like that we're not gonna mention, but Green Day is so um. Part of similar, Blink's, yeah, uh, to the Blink ethos. It's like the pop punk band from the '90s. You think the first two bands are Blink and Green Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that even as a Blink episode, it Green Day deserves an, uh, uh, as a Blink podcast. Green Day deserves its own episode, and um, I think it's going to be fun. And uh, I think we have kind of different histories I and so. views about Green Day, and I think our opinions about Green Day are a little bit more differing than our views on Blink. I think we mm-hmm. have different favorite albums and stuff. So it'll yeah. be a fun uh, and show. I, yeah, it's going to be fun to It'll be fun to revisit, yeah, because I it's been a while since I've listened to like, full albums all Yeah, through. same for me too. And I, I wonder how things are going to hold up. You know, I wonder if maybe I'll like things more now and won't like things more. So that's going to be really fun. Yeah, it'll um, be cool. Until then, though. Uh, so... I, you know, until then, all I know is right now I'm I'm back from the Blink show. You know, there there are tours winding down, so I feel like most people who've listened have come back. You know, uh, metaphorically, you know, there's no one really waiting to see Blink anymore. Uh, now they're all back. They saw Blink. They're tired. They're waiting for Green Day. Um, what are what are they gonna do in the meantime? Just keep them pants on. Wait, put your pants back on. <laughs> Why am I talking the rest of this in this accent? Put your pants back on me. (laughs)